everyone, this is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Ben Moore. Howdy ho. Ian Hink. Hi. And Brandon Jones. Oakley dokley. It, it was a riff on Heidi Ho, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Good one. Yeah, just, <laughs> oh, changing it, really it up. Flanders that <laughs> what if it's like 1992, though, and that's like funny? I'm just kidding. Oh, actually, what if that was funny in 1992? Actually, yeah. that was funny. Uh, ben, <laughs> right. why don't you roll that die for us? Okay. Here we go. Hot roll, hot roll. That's a three. He rolled his own number. No, what? Yeah, Jones is one. Yeah. God! <laughs> ben? I've never had this stupid thing. You win the prove it ticket level one. Since one, you've two, introduced three. the prove it ticket, I've yeah. gotten it every single time. He's gotten it every time. He's gotten it every time. And he always uses it on me. Together. Yeah. I do. I do. I'll try to... Hey, man. If you want to use it on me, that's well, fine. Okay. two next time. <laughs> I need to use it where it's needed. Yes, where it's needed, please. No, next <clears> time I'll be there and I'll roll a two, giving it to you. That's that just how it works. works. Yeah. That's just how, how it's works. worked every time the so far. The one closest to me rolls the die, yeah. Uh, Jones, let's do some corrections, huh? Great. Begin corrections music, please. Uh, I want to clarify when I said last week that you can find stupid fan art on our Patreon page. Uh, obviously, why would you say that? Well, okay, let me explain why I would say that. Because huh. there is fan art that I find heartwarming, and the fan art I love. There's also stupid fan art. Right. And the one that was in my mind was the crossover of Somebody Wants Us <laughs> with the Easy Eyes theme song. Right. And That's then the, beautiful genius. art. The art is like Glorious. Jones's eyeballs are his mouth. Yep. And Ben looks like the guy from Smash Mouth. No, he photoshopped his face onto my face, yeah. and it's yeah. amazing. So my nose is something. My nose is like my chin or something. Yeah. That's stupid fan art, though, right? But no, there no fan art is stupid. stupid. Good. That is it's stupid good, but it's like inherently stupid. I think it's phenomenal. I put that on my phone. Oh my god. <laughs> I did. Right now. Really so that's, one, that's what I meant. That's what I meant to say, everybody. No, you're a monster. Oh, stupid good. Jones, I did want to do this. Here, let yep. me let me do a little bracket around it. We have a better translation of the uh, French comment from last week. Oh, good. So I would, I would like for you to read that translation. It's in brackets. Oh, no. Is it in English? It is. Okay. <laughs> Your game, Infinity Ward, smells like shit. Frankly, you half-assed it. We're really disappointed in you. And what is this? Only three weapons with the nuke kill streak? Fix all this with updates. Personally, I don't know, but three million dislikes on the trailer. That's unheard of. Thank you, Jones. W- what game is that for? Uh, in, no, that, that was Infinite the bad last week. It was how many words would be in the comment, and I got a French comment. It so. was a French comment. Did you read it? Uh, I did. Yeah. Well, no. I didn't have to read it. After Kyle oh. asked me to, I guess I had to. Yeah, yeah. But and a lot we, of people enjoyed that. And, then we, Google, of, and we Google translated it, which yeah. is even worse. Yeah. What game was it? Out of context, that uh, was. Infinite Warfare. Oh, oh Infinite <clears throat> Warfare. Yeah. Uh, great comment. <laughs> uh, the first <laughs> Treyarch Call of Duty was Call of Duty 3. Okay. Uh, El and Elgato clearly counts as a word, though I do want to let everybody know that I admire Damiani's courage in using the prove it ticket. Nothing worse than an unspent prove it ticket, so yeah. Were you proving wrong with that, though? No. I said it was two words. Damiani said it was, does L count as a word? Yes. Oh, really? I thought yeah, I thought that word. would have been something you would have It's yeah. like A or argued. the. Yeah, okay. but he used the ticket, so it was, you know, it was yeah. worth it. Oh. All right. End crush music. <laughs> That's fun. That's right. We need to make more dramatic mistakes. Can we this use episode. Can we use the prove it ticket on a correction? Yeah. Has that ever been done? Okay. You could. They're pretty. Corrections are easy to prove, though. But you would okay. be essentially issuing it to the person who wrote it. To and the not viewer. Here, so. Yeah. To you. Well, I mean, we that. get incorrect corrections plenty of times. I'm sure. Yeah, it happens. <clears throat> uh, I'm very excited to announce that we have to introduce a new segment this <clears throat> week because this is going to recur a lot, and just week by week as we're doing this weekly podcast. Up until something that happens in March. Ladies and gentlemen, 
This is, oh, I just can't wait for the Switch. Oh, I just can't wait for the Switch. So we have a lot of cool new rumors about the Nintendo Switch uh, this week. <laughs> uh, here's, let's just do this one. Price. Uh, we got some uh, maybe rumors, maybe perhaps leaks of the price of the Switch. This comes from Laura Dale. Should who we runs- guess first? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always like to guess a good price, you know? Guess me a price. If it's above 400, it's too much. Okay. It's not above 400. Wow. All right, Nintendo. Uh, what's weird, though, is this uh, leak, this rumor, is in pounds. Uh-oh. A squiggly little L with a line across That's it. That's like four times the dollar. Yeah. So, uh, Laura, Laura Dale of Let's Play Video Games.com. Uh, you're like, who, Kyle? Who's that? I understand. Me too. I didn't heard of Let's Play Video Games.com. However, Laura Dale has arisen as one of the people who had a lot of Switch rumors proved to be correct. Uh, she was one of the, the few who, uh, around the launch, was saying, hey, it's going to be at the end of this week. And she knew a lot of the things that came out to be true. So, uh, trusted source, Laura Dale, says that it will be 199 pounds. Whoa. 250 for a version with more hard drive space or more uh, memory anyway. It wasn't cl- clarified whether it's solid state or whatever. And a packing game. Dude. That's Lastly, like 300 bucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, here we go. I, and this is a direct quote that I like a big time. Lastly, uh, we have been told that Nintendo is planning for the Switch to be close to direct conversion price comparable across regions, which we have been told is tied into their push for the system to be region free. Yes. Wow. Yes. So games would cost the same uh, conversion rate wise across countries. And so even probably the console's price would cost the same. And so Ian's quick good, math is pretty good much news right. For Australia. Hmm. Their games are like $80. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I guess what do they do? Just like Amazon it over the ocean? Yeah. Amazon it over the ocean. Never mind. No, that's a song. That's something. Amazon My body lies over, over the ocean. How's it go? I can't remember how the real song goes. My body lies oh, over the ocean. Amazon and over the ocean. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I thought you were just making a cool song. Yeah, I, well, I was, I was trying to do Bonnie, but then Smash Mouth just immediately <laughs> went into my mind. <laughs> so I was like, Amazon and over the ocean. So I got like the train kind of derailed and I just kind of like, uh, what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> So let's talk about uh, a 250 base price, 300 uh, bonus edition Switch. I would buy that. For 250 I think it's 260 I'd... Man, I should have done the conversion myself. If it's only a $50 difference and you get a game and more hard drive space, I'd probably mm-hmm. buy that one. Sure. Because it's the price of a game and you're getting a hard drive. I think and a it's... lot depends on the game. Yeah. If it's... It's going to be Wii Sports Resort 3 or something like... Well, you know, if it's a Nintendo Land situation, right? That's that's not. I, li- I and I like Nintendo Land, but it just it clearly didn't excite people. Should have been free the way that other Nintendo pack-in games have. So, I played a lot of Nintendo Land. I realized that as we loaded my save recently. Uh, <laughs> How much Nintendo Land did you play? I played through all of the Metroid levels. The Metroid game is sick. I played through all of the oh, Zelda I stuff. Don't love the Metroid game, man. I, like there's, it gets hard. It gets super hard. The Metroid game, and I still played through it. There's Ridley and something else fighting you in a big old dumb crate, and none of it's like really it. You know, it's all weird mechanical versions of a th- pretend theme park. Why are we talking about Nintendo Land? Let's talk about the price <laughs> of know. the Switch. What's acceptable? 
Would it be acceptable for that thing to be 250? Could it be successful? I think 250 is the correct price point. Sure. I think when I heard 250, I was like, oh, yep, mm-hmm, that's viable. Like, that's, it's it's priced up enough that you don't just write it off as, like, not high-quality hardware, mm-hmm. but it's high enough, or it's low enough that you are still like, yeah, I'll buy a Switch, sure. I think I'm going to do, like, a live correction right now just to make sure that we can get those conversions right. Um, well, the dollar's in the Jones, can you just right do now. that? Can you do some pounds for me? Can we do some pounds? I can't just do that. Yeah, you got you to gotta <laughs> Google right over there. Did you Google? Yeah, so Google two hundred one hundred ninety nine right pounds. Though? Yeah. The the thing is, Kyle, what was the difference in hard drive space in the Wii U? The white was eight gig and was the black thirty two. I I just don't remember. Two forty seven. Two hundred forty seven. Nice, Jones. And then give me that two fifty. So wait. This is live fact checking. US dollars. The 250 pounds. Okay, so yeah, we really... Hey, 247 Ian, and 311. You nailed it, Ian. That was off the dome. Off the dome? Off the dome, baby. Uh, and now, Jones, unfortunately, we need more live fact-checking. Okay. We need to know the hard drive space of the two launch Wii U consoles. <laughs> I th- ben, I think it was really bad for the white one. So that's that's what, what I'm trying to... Like nothing. The yes. reason I bring it up is because, like, it... On the black one that I got, immediately yeah, I needed deluxe. an external hard drive, and I can't imagine storing anything on the white Wii U, which I never owned, but mm-hmm. I remember it being significantly less hard drive space. My and guess is it'll be 500 gigs and a terabyte. Whoa. That's a pretty hefty guess. It's a pretty hefty guess. I mean, it's 2017. Like, games, you need 500 gigs. You do... But I don't think it's happening. All right, maybe it'd be 250 and 500 then. Okay. I just feel like historically, and this could change with the Switch, Nintendo hasn't... They've never gone given. Yeah, they haven't given you... Like, the new 3DS uh, XL comes with a 4 gig micro SD card. Wow. Which is not... Maybe it'll, be, maybe it'll be 64 and 128. What's, what you got, Jones? Like 8 Tablet. gigs basic, 32 gigs deluxe. Okay, so that's right. Nice. Well, look at these it. two. Nailed We it. got some pros on the Nailed panel today. It. I think yours was more impressive, Ian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the most important thing that we're not discussing there, though, is the possibility that this would be a region-free Nintendo console. This is a glory, glory, hallelujah. Yeah, if true. <laughs> if true. But that would be great, wouldn't it? This is Laura so Dale we're talking about. Of course it's true. It's Laura Dale. Let's play videogames.com. Trusted wow. name. Nice, Ian. I hear let's play videogames.com. It goes... It goes through my mind. It, Not I, anymore. I, it doesn't Actually, cling to me. You know, it's it's a good. It's you know, you know what you get. It's yeah. straightforward. Let's play video games. Let's what, play video games. Don't worry about it. When that sick third Switch Sin and Punishment game comes out, and they say Japan only, it's not even going to be a big deal. We say ha 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 ha. We say ha 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 ha. Years spent half learning Japanese. You'll never have Persona before us ever again. You'll never be able to do that to us again. Unless it doesn't Not come out of the today, Switch. <laughs> I love that Fatal voice. Frame 6, mm-hmm. thank you. Dude, Fatal Frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, summer Lesson, thank you. <laughs> oh, yes. No- you'll keep nothing from us again. I guess I'll take this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Summer Lesson Japan only? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, because PS4, PS4 is region free, <laughs> and so they, they do sneaky English versions uh, that are, like, it's like an Asia... It's still only meant to be released in Asia, but there's an English language in it. Ah, and they're just kind of winking, like, yeah. "Hey, it's for sale, not in your country, but 
Find us. Dead or Alive Extreme 3. Same Look thing. Look me up after the show. Not that yeah, I would like know. That. Yeah. yeah. It's like that. Yeah. It's, uh, whatever. You gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, here's another really fun one. now, I'm hearing Smash Mouth. <laughs> when you just went, it's, uh, I was like, Marty, oh my god. <laughs> Uh, unleash it. If you hear it, don't... It's an epidemic. Don't keep it inside. Yeah, the way to kill it is, <laughs> is to let it out. More Switch interesting news. More Switch tidbits. At the UBS Global Technology Conference, the CFO of EA, Blake Jorgensen, said this. In terms of Nintendo, in their announcement, they, they announced that we'll be supporting with a game or two on that new platform. We haven't yet announced what that game is, what game, but you should assume that it's one of our bigger games we've been involved with. Continued on, more interesting stuff here. We're excited for Nintendo. It's an interesting it's an interesting device, but I can't yet predict how broad it's going to be and we'll have people interested in a portable device alongside their regular portable device that they have sorry and will people be interested so uh two interesting things one uh state of confidence ea says hey one of our bigger games is going to be on this thing immediately after that hey we're not really confident are people going to like this from ea from the ea cfo so uh remember me too yeah i mean i'm assuming madden oh that would be the most boring answer Sure. What I is you? What do you think is the most Assassin's likely answer? Creed. No, I think I think that I, now that you say, man, I gotta say it's probably not Assassin's Creed. New one's coming out, twenty eighteen, right? I don't know. Football. Who cares so, about football? Uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed is Ubisoft. Is is the glances that Ben and I were sharing with each other? Didn't you say Ubisoft? This is EA, baby. Oh. For some reason, I thought you said Ubisoft. Smash mouth filter in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> Changing everything. Uh, that is blue. Other possibilities, probably like Star Wars Battlefront 2. That's exactly what I was thinking. Was it? Yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, it could happen, sure. Yeah. Jones, what are you thinking? EA? Big old EA title? Uh, and nothing that we haven't suggested already. Okay. I can't think of anything else they would spring on us. Are you surprised nah. that EA is worried about the Nintendo console? Uh, Publicly. Publicly, yeah, that, that 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 is an interesting to say, interesting thing to say beforehand. Mm-hmm. Considering so so many people have been tight lipped about everything surrounding the console, so for them to come out ahead of time and say something that uh, seems like there's uncertainty surrounding the console and uncertainty in their offices, it's like an interesting thing to to yeah. spread out into the ether. I kind of want to take Madden back. I want to take that one back. It probably isn't Madden. When they say we're being selective about what we're putting on that console, uh, they're probably going for a broader play. What? I think they I mean, want to do something that aims toward the Nintendo audience more. Yeah. Ben, what's your thing? What do you got? Uh, maybe this goes against the way you were thinking, but but would FIFA make sense? Yeah, it does, actually. I mean, FIFA is one of the, one of their best sellers consistently. Yeah, It's probably their best-selling game this year. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just throwing this out there. I, I can't... Would a version of Battlefield 1 make sense at all oh, would that work no. oh god if that launches with it with battlefield one that'll be such a bummer that's but a it weird sense. pick it'd be a weird pick yeah i'm not saying it's not even my pick i'm just mm-hmm. i'm just curious i mean this thing comes out in march and i could feasibly see them saying and eh, battlefield one last year's hottest game is on this console and we're like yeah it gets what they advertised oh, <laughs> like last year that that was actually something i think 
when I think about the Wii U, mm-hmm. it like it immediately fell out of date. It was like they were talking about yeah. Mass Effect Three and Ark Obsidian is like. And I played these games. Like to me, that doesn't show third-party support. That shows like, yeah, I guess we'll bring this over to ports. Yeah, ports, ports. Yep. So maybe a cool 2017 game is coming to the Switch. If they're From if EA. they're make if they're trying not to relive mistakes of the past, yeah, they already kind of did with putting Skyrim in their launch trailer. Command and Conquer. Command and Conquer. <laughs> it's a big game. One of EA's bigger games. <laughs> it seems like EA is worried. Just they're not. They're like. More curious as to whether people will like the whole, it's a console and a handheld thing. Honestly, I think they're being smart. I think it's the right call. Nobody knows does know if this thing will be widely accepted. Yeah. So I'm with you there, EA. Lastly, this uh, was this comes started off a uh, little rumor from Emily Rogers and picked up by Eurogamer and they ran with it a little bit. This idea. This concept, this bizarre suggestion that somehow the Switch will not launch with Zelda. That Zelda will not make launch by several months. Hmm. But the new Mario game will. Weird. Ain't so that Zelda weird. will come out after the Switch. Yes. So the game we've played, uh-huh. we won't get until later next year. Yeah. The game that doesn't have a title, we're getting in five months. Yeah. Okay. Jones, are you job. buying in? No. You're not buying in? I'm not buying in. Tell me why. Mario is the number one character franchise they have. So just to like un- give us the name of a Mario game that we get three or four months later uh, would be unprecedented, I think, as far as main console Mario games. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going against history there. Yeah. That doesn't uh, doesn't the Switch go against history? Doesn't Jones? seem logical. Well, Nintendo goes against history pretty much as a as a, as a rule. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're just reinforcing own, my point, Jones. But that's not. But the, there's not. The, oh, I could see what they would gain from doing that. That you don't gain anything. You gain. You don't gain from launching your console with a Mario game. No, because no one knows it happened. Because that was yeah. the problem with the Wii U. I think- it was like they had a new console. Really? Well, I, I already have the Wii. It's like no, I get the Wii U. It's like was oh, that an add-on or something? It's like you're. They, they, if you do that, you're getting the same thing again. Oh, this new Mario game. It's like oh yeah, but I have the Mario game already for my Nintendo console. New Nintendo console. New Mario. Mario games like oh like didn't you see the commercial this weekend like I didn't like well that was it I mean that was the only way you would know because they just started advertising about it right now I think they'd have to hype it months in advance like maybe right after the new year I don't know when you would do it to not get washed up in Christmas noise but like you need to announce Mario before the system comes out so I'm looking at three crazy people who are doubting the word of both Emily Rogers and Eurogamer for what it's worth Unbelievable. I mean, I would not, yeah. I'm not surprised at all that Zelda would be delayed. Are you trying to tell me that Nintendo would focus all of their E3 attention on Legend of Zelda and then care about it so much that they choose to delay it until it's perfect? I don't know which end of this you're trolling on. <laughs> I realized that last, last episode, I realized that it's really fun to make a statement and then have you all try to attack it. Uh, I totally believe in this stuff, though. Wow. Uh, that's kind of your point, though. Uh, uh, it's like, hey, E3 was only Zelda. They used their one E3 on this one game. Obviously, that game is coming out with the launch of the Switch. I just don't think it's coming together still. I just the really Mario's going to beat it? Yeah, I don't Mario's think... Mario's easier. But that's, also, that, that's yeah. also just bad vibes across the board that it's just like, you don't... Then clearly, we're getting a Mario game that, that is not as good as it could have been. 
you clearly like realized like maybe mid last year. If that happens, Jones, the first thing that comes to my mind is that you you realize Zelda's in trouble. Zelda's not going to happen. Yeah. So it's like that Mario game that you're working on. Wrap it up because we got to get that out. We got to get that in the the Wii, the Wii box. So they're like, uh, but I had this whole other level in the clouds. Where, nope, not happening. So it just, we're so like excited this. to get a new Mario. And, oh, and it kind of looks like Sunshine, some of these older games. And then you get it, and it's like you're done in 15, you know, 15 hours. Like, uh, how, Well, 15 hours is good. Jones, well, how, yeah, but I mean, how long ago do you think 3D World came out? Four years? Three years. Three years, okay. That's enough time? That's I mean, enough that's, time to make a whole new thing. Mario like, game, right? The flawed assumption is that they would have announced the game by now. Like, companies can announce games whenever the hell they want. Like, sure. the game could be done already. Perfect. In mm-hmm. every way. And they just haven't announced it yet. The The thing I would do if I was Nintendo, if Zelda was going to be delayed, is del- don't announce the Switch until Zelda's ready. Like, announce the Switch in January, and then say, it's coming out in whenever, June, with Zelda. Yeah. Like, because if, if they have another console launch that's wet noodle without any games, it's Wii U all over again. The, the vote of non-confidence from the, from the buyers is going to be huge. We should say this, though. We should state the fact that when it was delayed, when Zelda was delayed out of this year, they never said it's coming out in March. Yeah. They said it's going to be on the right. NX at the time, uh, but they said, we don't know when. Right. And we all kind of assumed, well, it'll be at the launch of the Switch, right. surely. So maybe that's on us. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> you got to see the trailers in which they were so confident that Zelda was coming out in the year 2015, and then so confident that it was coming out in the year 2016. So confident it was coming out before Star Fox Zero. It's crazy to see the confidence there. And then still for this game to not make the launch of the Switch is crazy to me. And it's still going to come out on the Wii U, right? Yeah. Which I think is crazy. Mm -hmm. Just just put it on the Switch. Make it a vote of confidence in your new system. Why do they always do this? They promised it on the Wii U. It'd be mean to not bring it out on the Wii U now. Intentionally make it technologically garbage so that we don't feel like the game is compromised for an outdated system. <laughs> ben, how do you feel about that? I'm not saying they should I, have to do that. Just personally, I was thinking about it, and if, if Zelda doesn't come out with the Switch, because that expectation for me was kind of there yeah. already, even though, like you said, they when they delayed it out of this year, it wasn't going to be in March. It's just because sometimes when things are vague you kind of line up the pieces for yourself and mm-hmm. there's just that sort of innate expectation. And I might not get a switch day one and wait until Zelda has come out. Cause that, that's what I'm really excited for. That's what I'm waiting for. And then pick up Mario at that time. And I, I have to wonder if it is a meager launch like that, how many people feel the same way. And then you have that deluge of press where it's like, you know, launch sales don't, meet expectations or whatever like you can just kind of see these things snowball together so i would i'd make a tiny argument that i would knock down immediately but uh i would say that it's bigger deal to launch with a mario game than a zelda game however the first game they chose to show on the switch is the zelda game the first hey check out this console that you are interested in this person who likes video games watching this trailer was zelda and so was I that think in the, so that was in the launch yeah. trailer. In the first, yeah, the Switch launch trailer, the Switch uh, reveal. Um, it was Zelda. It was hey, there's this game's on this console. Yeah, just but like what other what other banging launch titles is the Switch gonna have? It's gonna have Splatoon and it's gonna have Mario Kart Eight. 
So those are, those are Wii U Super titles. Mario Maker. It's going to have a lot of Wii U titles. The Switch is doomed. I think, we, I think we need to talk about this. It's more important to launch of the Mario game because I, I, I actually think there's there's a lot of layers here. Sure. And I think a, a good game to bring up is Super Mario 3D World. I think Super Mario 3D World is incredible. I don't mm-hmm. say that lightly. I actually do think it's an incredible game. Yeah. I think everybody should play it. Like, all of the glowing reviews it got totally justified. Play single I player. don't think it is a game that sold that many Wii U's it didn't excite people because I think yeah. at a cer- at, at at a glance for a lot of people it seemed like more Mario not that they that offended them or that upset them but it wasn't enough to move the needle where they're like I need to go out and buy a Wii U right now mm-hmm. and while launching with a Mario is a big deal in any circumstance maybe if it if it just looks like more Mario if it if it looks like a 3D world even if it's really really good and even if it reviews really well I maybe that's not enough. You know, it, it isn't. It's got to look different. It's got to look different. different. And I think yeah. I think that's what people want out of the Switch is they they want a clear separation from the Wii U and the way things have been going, I think. I think they I think people are excited about change. And I think Zelda embodied that change. Wow. It's Heck interesting. Yeah. I just had a thought like well, Galaxy 3 would be interesting, but um I don't know that that would do this. I, th- I don't know if that would have the same uh, thing. I'm wondering if with the Switch, because it's handheld as well, and with the, I guess, popularity of Super Mario Maker, I wonder if for the Switch they're going to do more of a nostalgia play with, like, 2D stuff because it's easier to take handheld. I, I mean, wonder. they showed some of this Mario game already in the Switch Oh, review. yeah, and it was kind of 3D world-ish, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. But yeah. there was a triple jump. There was a triple jump. Nice. Triple jumps matter. Triple jumps matter, but they do need to, to shake point, it up, though. It's, they need it, to shake it up. That's really, it's really nice for you to draw that comparison, Ben, because it doesn't look like the leap that Zelda's having right now. Right. Zelda's like, hey, I'm not even wearing that green costume anymore. Right. Zelda said that. Uh, obviously, <laughs> Link, Link isn't wearing the green costume anymore in the Zelda game, which is crazy. That's already You'll crazy. You'll get it. You'll find it. Yeah, maybe. You're right. Probably right. And it'll be You'll a little stupid it. little moment. But the way that they're selling this game right now is just like, hey, that the way you look at this character, like, don't worry about it. I think that's so interesting. And the whole game is like that. Hey, the way you think this game goes, don't worry about it. They need a whole E3 to explain it. And then immediately yeah. coming after E3 where they're like, oh, and this Mario game? It's, you know, it's a Mario yeah. game. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, let's dig into this. Like, no need. It's fine. Mario. Yeah. Little like, member berries. Just, but, you know, by our console. Member like, triple jumps? Yeah. If, just, they don't, yeah. if they don't come out with something huge and incredible with the launch of the Switch, it, it's nothing. They're going to be so... People are going to be so annoyed. It's so weird because you say games like, like Mario Kart 8 and Splatoon... Uh, games that I really like and mm-hmm. games that I do want to come to the Switch. I want them to get to the second chance. I want it to be to a broader array of people. But you say that those games launch with the Switch and suddenly it feels totally different. Yeah. You know, if they come out a few months later, yeah. it's kind of this feel-good thing where you're like, oh yeah, I might pick Splatoon back up, you know, play with some new people that got the Switch. If it comes out at launch, it feels like a crutch. Yeah. In a weird way. And I can I mean, almost Splatoon, guarantee Splatoon will be there at launch. Splatoon is the game that you get for free on all versions with an actual new game, Ooh, like now you're talking, that'd be crazy. That's yeah. that's what how you do Splatoon. Awesome. I like, like that, yeah. Because they're not, they don't count. They're like zero sum entities. Like they old gotta games be cheap. Don't count. They gotta be cheap. Yeah, that can't be a fifty dollar game. Yeah, yeah. It probably won't be free, but yeah, it's they gotta cool. push units, nice. baby. If they're they not new games, good god. All right, well that was our segment. Oh, I just can't wait for the switch. Give me a metro. I love the segment, Kyle. Give me On a the metro. closing too. Yeah, that's how segments work. What's the end of the song? Do the end of the song. 
Oh, I just can't wait for the switch. Can, can I just... Oh, I just can't wait for the... Switch. They go in perfectly. They fit perfectly together. You both have lovely voices. Oh, you mean the Little Mermaid? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because he you was can... singing that earlier when I was singing. No, no. You can, you can go Little Mermaid straight out of that song. So, medley. Uh, I think it might be because of Fantasmic. I think they do that in Fantasmic. Okay. What is Fantasmic? Fantasmic's great. The the one in Orlando is better than the one here. It was Fantasmic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's um, Fantasmic. I disagree. Well, Whoa. the story... Here's the thing. Okay. The story's different, and it's cooler here, but the presentation there blows this out of the water. It's, it's got an more... amphitheater. You yeah, have to stand and get yelled at by some angry man because he didn't well, get in the ropes. A, but that's the thing. In Florida, you, you have to go. You got to get the ticket. You got to go in. You got to sit in your seat. You got to wait a long time for the show to start. You do a wave with 10,000 Anaheim, people. you could be getting off Haunted Mansion and be like, hey, let's go. What's that? Oh, it's uh, fantastic. Well, that's cool. Anyway, all right, let's go in Pirates. We're like, you'll never do that in Florida. You, you will not get in. Like, it's an event. You might hear a firework and be like, what's that? Oh, I guess that's fantastic. I will... Can't see that show. I'd prefer that to be honest. You can you be gotta, like you in a restaurant and be like, "Oh, look at the show." I'm sorry that you there. have to plan to go see a fantastic show. Don't they both end the same way? Uh, Sebastian saying I didn't nail her fins to the floor, and Zazu being like, "Where did those kids go?" <laughs> we gotta move right on from that. Don't they? Don't they end the same way? Uh, like they, they both I mean, sneak they... away at the by the end of the song, and it's just like, "Oh, I'm here alone now." Simba and Nala like sneak away from "I Just Can't Wait to Be King." Do they not? Oh, I just can't wait to be king is when he's a kid. I thought you were talking yeah. about Fantasmic. Yeah, he like sneaks away. He's like, come on, Nala, let's go oh, to the... Oh, they leave. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fantasmic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you looking so, at like, me like I'm crazy? Because we think you're talking about Fantasmic, you stupid weirdo. We're literally we're describing clearly a live talking show, about and you said, doesn't it end? You said it. Yes. Doesn't it end? It in your sentence applies to Fantasmic. And I'm like, yes, they both end the same, more or less. You're looking at me like I'm I'm going to turn Mickey's dream into a nightmare Fantasmic. Oh, my God. Some imagination, yeah, huh? I'm really looking forward some to Some imagination, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so we got some hot news, uh, but uh, the hot news isn't, like, too juicy. What's got Pocahontas randomly in it? Like, yeah, semi-juicy yeah, news. Yeah. Semi-juicy dumb. news. This one's Peter Pan. Uh, oh, yeah, what's this? It's got the pirate ship. The pirate ship the pirate comes ship out. Is really cool. Peter Pan Hook are fighting it's on really a ship cool. that's actually sailing through that's water. That's better than the Pocahontas. Florida. That's better than the Pocahontas sub-thread. But the amphitheater, Jones... It's cool. It's a cool amphitheater. I'm sorry, we're still talking about it. And they live stream from it, too. Sometimes. We're going to get a ton of comments about this, too. <laughs> and then Simba and Nala walk off <laughs> yeah, exactly. at the end of Fantasmic. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> In the movies, though, is that how those two scenes end? Or it's it's just, not like yeah. the same trick twice. And like, I, think, I believe when all like the different like wallpaper patterns are going by, Zazu's actually like looking for Simba. Like, where'd yeah. he go? And Simba's mm-hmm. like, uh-huh, trick to you. Uh, the Xbox One S best-selling console again in the U.S. Uh, I don't know if uh, NPD does North America or not. It has to, right? So is, is Canada included? We got a little Mexico in there? Okay. Uh, four months in a row. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's juicy news. That's a really big scratch. deal. Uh, do we think that November will be any different? November is the release of the PlayStation 4 Pro. Uh, does it take November back? Or does the Xbox One S continue to rule the Could U.S.? Could that be possibly it that people are holding out for the Pro? That's like a lot of people seem to believe that. I don't know. Man. I think, I I think it's that. either that people are holding out for the Pro or that everybody already has a PlayStation 4 and now they're just getting Xbox Ones because why not? Sure. There's a slightly better one. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's no real compelling reason to So what you're saying, Ian, is one. that Xbox One S is going to keep rolling. 
I'm saying I don't know. Everybody already has a PS4. <laughs> Everybody's got one already. It's got no chance. I, I can buy uh, into the pro narrative, I think, for sure. The pro narrative. PlayStation yeah. already, like, trounced Xbox, though, didn't it? Didn't, like, uh, beat it handily already? Well, yeah. It's not over. It ain't over. I mean, it doesn't really matter. In the U.S., the gap is actually really small. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, worldwide, it's almost two to one. Uh, ben, when does it end? When does Xbox stop ruling? Um, well, they have to catch well, up to rule. You know, you've been analyzing the, the four months where we've kind of heard about the PlayStation 4 Pro coming out. I wonder if we'll have a similar effect when we get a date for the Scorpio, where if Xbox sales will slow down considerably leading up to the launch of that. Sure. So that, that you know, just based on what we're talking about here, that's my guess. Yeah, it's, it's a weird question of how informed are the people who buy video game consoles? I think it... I think at this point, pretty informed. There's a commercial I saw on TV talking about the Xbox One S that says it's the only place to wait, only place to play these Xbox exclusives, <coughs> 4K this, uh, or like 4K gaming and HDR gaming, and it's like it's the only place with all of those things, but it's not the only place with HDR, and it's not the only thing that does 4K. Uh, so it's like it's really weird. Like uh, they added all those things together and like made like it's a really easy sell. You walk into Best Buy and you're like, oh, I thought the PlayStation 4 doesn't do HDR. You know what I mean? It's like, no, it does. It's like, oh, I thought the PlayStation 4 Pro doesn't do 4K. It's like it does. It does do that's, 4K. That's, that's shady business practices. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it could. Ben, I feel like it'd be so easy to be misinformed about these things. You're right. And I, I, I want to believe that someone going to drop $300 Googles it first. Yeah. Like does a little bit of research. Reads the Amazon reviews. Yeah. At least, at least like asks their, their IT friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, which one of these, uh, which one of these is better? <laughs> I feel like my perspective on this is so skewed because I never buy a console at this point. You know, like I'm, I'm always there like, in the first month there yeah. in the first month or even yeah. in the first year yeah you know i like j- just because video games are are like my primary hobby that, like as far as entertainment goes it's what i spend That's the most the money game. on and so i just have no idea your when job. you're three years yeah and they're also my job <laughs> when you're three years or four years into a life cycle like what your thought process is what your like determining factor is for sure but that misinformation that you were talking about when i worked at a like local game store and a new edition of a console would come out, they would be like, Oh, I heard it's got this thing. That's why I want it. Like just this one thing that would set them off that may not even be true. Mm-hmm. They would totally buy in it and walk out with a console that happened all the time, all the time. Like what? Like there were, when I worked, there was around the time of like the Xbox 360 elite. And there were all of these like crazy things that were not true about the 360 Elite that that people were just like way into like oh you know like it it makes my internet faster or something like that mm-hmm. not true but you just have to smile and hand them the console yeah, absolutely yeah. you just have to smile and I mean yeah <laughs> would you I say mean, like, I, I, I'm not I, sure about that but here you go no there would be times where you, I would. Different scenarios. There were a lot of different types of customers. Sometimes you're working be, on commission over here. No, I wasn't working on commission. We didn't get commission. <laughs> Got to make the uh, sale. Well, this wasn't a GameStop. This was a local mom and pop. We didn't get commission. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes you would. I I always felt compelled to be like, hey, no, sorry, it's, it's not actually like this. Let me tell you. And sometimes they'd be like, oh, okay, let, let, let's talk about this. Sometimes it'd be a nice open dialogue. Other times their their mind would be made up, 
And like they mm-hmm. clearly did not want you to talk to them, and they wanted to buy the their Elite. 360 Elite. I mean, they're in a fast rate. It's That's black. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah, cool yeah. looking console. Do GameStop employees get commission? Uh, I, I think have they get commission off we, like the weird things where yeah. it's like, hey, like magazine subscriptions uh, and uh, uh, insurance. Yeah, I feel like if you do that stuff, if you buy into that game insurance, yeah, I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's commission, but I know like you have a pretty hardcore. It's probably incentivized quota yeah. as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just remembered a story from the office, the uh, the production office of Live with YouTube Gaming. <laughs> Someone who like knows video games pretty well. I was saying like, yeah, I just got a PlayStation Four Pro. It's stupid. Like it's <laughs> it's it's a marginal increase in graphics. And he goes, oh, like. Like, not as big as the leap from Xbox One to Xbox One S. And I'm like, oh, no, much, much larger. You know what I mean? So, like, there's people out there who, like, are in the know, but still not. You know, it it still happens. Do you think, even subconsciously, some of that has to do with the name? Hmm. Like, because society has kind of accepted, you know, the iPhone 6 to the iPhone 6S? Sure. Like, a lot of people jump on board for that do you think there's some power in that convention yeah and i mean just to be clear when xbox one s does have improvements they are even more marginal though uh but it does add hdr uh yeah crazy though crazy like it's i ps4 got hdr in an update yeah it's weird the thing that's weird to me is that the s and the scorpio both start with s and i wonder if that's for now i wonder if that's confusing people I don't man. I wonder I if some so. people. I wonder. I do wonder based on that comment too, because mm-hmm. I was already thinking this. I wonder how many people have bought the S, thinking it was the Scorpio, because the Pro is already out. So they're like, "Oh, the Scorpio's out. This is the Scorpio. It's the S." Yeah. I wonder. I'm not saying that's the case, but I wonder. There's one person. Somebody. There's one person out there who did that thing. Yeah. And then they're like, "Look at my 4K gaming, or what? You know, yeah. like, look at this amazing improvement." I saw the not. commercial. They said 4K. Yeah. Yeah. Does have 4K Blu-rays? I know what you're. I know that comment you wrote. You're just like Kyle. Xbox One S plays 4K Blu-rays. It is. I know. And I know. Sony gets a check every time. <laughs> I don't think they do. <laughs> every time you buy an Xbox. What? No. The, Microsoft has to pay a license for the Sony product that is Blu-ray. I feel like it's Sony is like part of a partnership that created the Blu-ray. I th- I'm not positive, but I think Sony owns Blu-ray technology. I think they made it. I'm not confident on this. But it's possible. Uh, I'll Google it. Oh, I guess we don't have to use the prove a ticket. He's going to prove it I anyway. Was, I was locked and loaded. Why yeah. do you just threaten with the prove a ticket? You got to yeah. throw that oh. prove a ticket out. You get gotta, the same okay, results. so yeah. I got to be faster. Yeah, yeah. Can't, wow. can't slow roll the prove a ticket. Okay. Uh, yeah. I and mean, I'm not asserting it vehemently. I'm curious. Um, I'm Kyle curious. Still correct you. I'm curious to see what happens in November. I'm, I'm curious, but uh, yeah. I, I do think the actual. I think the pro is selling okay. I think it's doing huh. all right. Okay. What happened? The Blu-ray Disc Founder Group was started on May 20th, 2002 by MIT and nine leading electronic companies. Sony, Panasonic, Pioneer, Philips, Thompson, LG Electronics, Hitachi, Sharp, and Samsung Electronics. So they're still not... They don't own it. They're licensing. I feel like they're getting pennies oh, a sure. year. Here's your check, Sony. It's like 39 cents. You're like, thank hey, it's you, a Xbox. Patent. Yeah. But, like, you, you know. know. Um, yeah, absolutely. Interesting. I didn't know that. Uh... Telltale's, this is a rumor that popped up this week. Another Eurogamer, they're, man, they're hot in these rumors. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Telltale's Marvel game, which was announced, I think, like last year even. Oh. A long time ago, right, Jones? Marvel, they're like, hey, God, we're doing a Marvel a game. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, smart choice. That Take makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it is a smart choice. At least it's not uh, Frozen. 
And that was actually kind of uh, leaked by the, um, the the list of the games that are affected by the voice actors strike. Mm-hmm. They they put out a list of games. It's like uh, Last Guardian or sorry, Guardians of the Galaxy, the game. It's like oh well, there well, there that, is. that exists. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but Eurogamer confirms Whoopsies. that and also says that it will probably debut at the Game Awards. By the way, I don't know one way or the other about that. Um, sure, Batman uh, premiered at Game Awards last yeah. year. Yeah, I was that nerd in like the third row. It was like, yeah, like, I totally I forgot about that. John, mine when that got announced. I think so that was I probably mean. the biggest announcement at the Game Awards last year. The most year. surprising, yeah, for me. Yeah, that was cool. I wonder if their I relationship wonder... began when they won that Game of the Year award from Spike's Game Awards. Oh, I hope not. You using like, greasy palms over here? <laughs> no, I'm accusing them of meeting each other and then saying, you know, hey, them calling back and saying, hey, we won this award. Can we advertise? They're with like you? handing them yeah. the award and tell them like thanks, and they like don't let it go. Yeah. Like, let us advertise us with you. Exclusive trailers next year. <laughs> I'm not saying it's shady. I'm just saying I wonder if they met each other then. No, I think. It... I think The Walking Dead was an easy spike choice. Yeah. I'm still, it's like, yeah. <laughs> this game is cool. It's like, oh, It was pretty weird. I finished this game. Like, oh. I finished this game. <laughs> it was just totally like, that's what why was it I up won. against? It was like some real games. Yeah. That was really funny. I finished this game. Uh, ben, you said Guardians of the Galaxy, good choice. Why? Um, because, because people... Guardians of the Galaxy is new and exciting for a lot of people. It mm-hmm. sort of feels slightly outside that Marvel circle while still totally being in that Marvel circle. Yeah. And it's it Guardians of the Galaxy is in, man. Plus people you don't exci- have to people are excited about it. You don't have to read hundreds of comics to get it. Yeah. You can, you can just jump in and get it. That's another really good point. Yeah, you can I, jump in yeah. and get Batman. Yeah, but Batman is it occupies I feel like Batman occupies a slightly different space and cuz there have been so many movies you can be a movie Batman fan without being a comics Batman. Also, fan. Telltale Batman, which I guess is go like kind of in its own way going directly up against the Arkham series, you mm-hmm. know, very acclaimed beloved games, uh whereas the like I'm sure there are mobile phone games that I'm not considering, but I like Guardians of the Galaxy, there's no console version of that at all. Yeah. So I think that's a big deal. Plus wow. Disney's putting their money on there's Guardians. absolutely a console version of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Is there a version? Oh, well, for uh, Infinity, Infinity. Yeah. Okay. Oh, baby. Oh. I mean, standalone. <laughs> yeah. A real game that still exists. It was standalone. Exists. It had a story. It had dialogue. I'm not, trying to, voice I'm not trying to bash <laughs> Disney Infinity. That's not what I'm doing. I, Although, compared to Batman, though, the one thing that I really enjoy about this Telltale series is that it's they're changing things up right and left. Like, they're yeah. throwing curveballs at me as a Batman fan where I'm like, whoa, I've never seen Penguin portrayed that way. I've never seen that relation. Th- those two characters meet each other in that way. Whereas I w- would imagine they're not going to rock the boat too much with Guardians. Like, this is more of a promotional thing to line up with the second film. So It'll probably be its own story, though. It'll I, be its own story, yeah, but yeah. I think there would be less that, like, go see the movie or play this. They're totally separate things. I see this kind of getting in line with... I would not be surprised if Star Wars, Star Lord looks like Chris Pratt. You know, they so I'm going to yeah. say the opposite. I'm going to make a bet that okay. it won't even be the same primary crew that is in the movie. That would be a terrible, terrible would, choice. Yeah, that would be bad. I mean, Groot's got to be there. You want to take Rock this bet? has got to be there. You want to hop in on this bet? Drax would be the only person that's not there. Because he can't... Yeah, I'd, I'd I mean, be. Very I actually surprised. think there's a very would, good reason why it would be what Kyle is saying. And why wouldn't be surprised if you bring in other people? Like you bring right? in Nova, you bring Voices. in like oh, um, yeah, they uh, they voice match all just some things. other star bound Marvel characters that maybe haven't been focused on the film stuff. Though. 
think. Um, Jones, are you taking the bet or not? Uh, sure, I'll take that bet. I'd be, I yeah, I oh. don't think that's happening. Okay, so here's the bet. bet. I mean, AJ is like as as, as Disney, you don't work that hard to establish a franchise, and then like yeah, we don't need Drax. Also, yeah, they're like do. destroying like, a beloved you ride for this. Spend all of franchise. that money. It's a whole different. Okay, so uh, when that trailer comes out okay. and the the squad is revealed to be a different squad from the movie, missing, not more. If they added another person in there, it doesn't count. Yeah, sure. We someone to has define, to be missing. We yeah. need to define or, miss, or, or like, uh, Drax or Rocket or. So you know, wait, if only one Star-Lord, of them is missing, there's five members of that team. All yeah. five have to be in that trailer. Yes. Huh. Uh, if they're not there, okay. What do we do, Jones? We have to like. Um, we'll we'll illustrate a panel of a Guardians of the Galaxy comic. Brilliant. Oh, you take the words out and write new. No, no. You Jones, draw it yourself. You're drawing it yourself, man. Oh, I have to draw and write it? Yeah. A panel? Just a panel. Just a page. Oh, just a panel. Just a page. Just one page. A full page. Just a page. We'll do a full page. Page is different than panel. Yeah, yeah, it is. Absolutely. A page we'll do can a full contain page. several okay. panels. Calvin and Hobbes style. You, you turn the page and, oh, look at the T-Rex. It's like a, a giant full page, gorgeous. Could be. Oh, you could do full. Man, Jones, if you want to do full page, absolutely. I'm probably going to do like six or seven boxes. Oh, okay. You can right. do a flip it through a, a comic page. book. Yeah. yeah. Got it. So I, full page I, I, of I switched a comic to, to page yeah. 14 page of the Guardians of, of the Galaxy comment. Yes. And the art got real bad all of a sudden. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. But brand new, your own ideas. Oh, your own ideas. Okay. Or are you, are you, could it be you page gonna... 14, though? Let's do f- page 14 of a hypothetical I would love that. Yeah. It has to be, it has to be your, own, yes. yeah, your own story idea. Starts with Rocket. Like, so wait, you, when okay. you say page 14... <laughs> You can't be starting something like a right. Like okay, yeah. so it has to. Oh, okay. it's just a sudden slice. All right, and if Jones, if I win, uh, you have to do it with the characters from the movie, and if you win, I have to do it from the characters from the trailer. Okay. Okay. Question. Yes. And this is just based on the trailer, because uh-huh. if the game then later comes out and the character that's missing from the trailer is in the game. Like, Drax has been kidnapped. Oh, that would suck. If the trailer just shows Groot, right. then we're hosed. If it's just like a teaser, yeah. then we'll just delay the bet. We'll delay yeah. the bet. Yeah. Okay, good. Good point. Yeah. The, okay. Uh, you know, the thing about these bets is I I, I want you both to lose. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, both panels? I yeah. want to see both of the panels. Yeah. Uh, well, you want Kyle to win because then I'll actually do it. Oh, oh. Jones. Yes. Strong words from someone who still owes me a pack of Skylanders cards. Yeah, you'll get the pack of Skylanders cards when I get my poem. Or not oh my, my poem. God, your poem. All right. Jeez Louise. Somebody's got to claim ownership over it. He or canceled the bet I Jones, won. I, I'm just saying I would love to see a Guardians of the Galaxy. I appreciate by that, Ben. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, the Sully Dies bet? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just canceled it. Yeah. I'm glad we canceled it. I mean, yeah. I don't recall that bet at all. I mm-hmm. bet the bet I recalled making was Drake is not the playable character for the entire game. That was the the bet I remember making. The Sully dies bet might have been like a throwaway bet. Mm. The bet I made was that he's not the main character of the whole game. In right. in twenty years, what I'm gonna do? I'm not gonna tell anybody about it. But like for purchase on Amazon, I'm gonna make the game trailer slash easy allies bet archive and it's gonna be like this volume a this book. tome yeah <laughs> like thousands of pages of and it's just a list of every bet we've ever done there's a the pretty results. good one on the forums it's still missing say, some has bets somebody done that already yeah. no but i mean i want like hard cover yeah like quality bound. yeah bound like super heirloom bound mm-hmm. yep. and illustrations of the winners and losers with and, a forward yeah. from kyle bossman yeah yeah all right yeah, yeah I'm like in, I'm drawn, in. like yeah, like dictionary style. <clears throat> I think Ben, I think it's missing the one where you have to make the suit out of cardboard. I think it's missing the Titan bet. It's not missing. I, that, that's happening. I'm doing that. Oh yeah, I just I, mean, I think the forum post the is missing post. that one. Oh, it's missing that one. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, Correct that. Uh, we just talked about that. Oh, Mario Run has a release date and a price. Super Mario Run, pardon me. $9.99 on December 15th. Sure. Huh. Okay. Wow. It's reasonable. Does it have in-app the purchases? The non-Square Enix route. It has zero in-app purchases. Then that's it is an okay offered price. for free, and then it's like, hey, you want to play the rest of this game? It's 10 bucks. That's it. That's all you'll ever spend. Do we know how much you get for free? No. Okay. Huh. I would have been more excited about four ninety nine, but I think nine ninety nine, if it's like a long enough experience, is a pretty decent price. Fifteen Mario, is crazy game. for a phone. You can spend ten dollars in the app store and get some way worse games. Oh yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. I don't think Square Enix released a video game in the app store for ten for for ten dollars. I think it's like oh, because there is pretty high. Some of some yeah, of them are nine. Anything they have really. Some yeah. of yeah, yeah. And I think a couple are like. 20 bucks Cheap. for an iPhone no, game. No, like, uh, some of them are ridiculous. The weird one where like it has all the Final Fantasy characters in a 16-bit style. That one sucks. All the bravest. All the bravest. Yeah. That's probably some cheap, of them are right? weird it's and free. free. I believe oh, all yeah. the bravest. Some there's of them are another free one too. And there's then... a, all the bravest. Uh, Brave Exvius is free and pretty good. But there's another one that's not Ooh. that's not ATV. Record that's, Keeper. Uh, Record free. Keeper. That's the one that my friend of mine's playing just religiously. Yeah, I got you. Ian, what are you looking up? Games. These games. These prices. Oh, the the Go games. Those are technically Square Enix. Oh, how much is a Go game? How much um, is a Hitman Go? I have it purchased, so I can't really see. Okay. Um, so yeah, but I remember it was like it was like two ninety nine or five or We're, something. Okay. Didn't, didn't Dragon Quest one and two launch? Dragon Quest one is three dollars. Okay, I think they launched at five. Wow. One through eighteen. So here's Nintendo. They come up and say, "Hey, Six goes five. Mario is more valuable than Dragon Quest. Chrono yep. Trigger is ten. It's more. It's the same as Dragon Quest, or sorry, it's, a, it's the same as Chrono Trigger. Um, is it? Is Super Mario Run worth ten dollars? We don't know. Hard to see. Yeah, it's, it's all about length. Yeah, game like that. It's all about length. It, yeah. If it has like cool replayability and stuff, but variety, because like Pac Man Go or Pac Man um, Two Fifty Six is an infinite runner that's just infinite, mm-hmm. and it's like three dollars or something. Sure. So it's if if Mario Run is just an infinite run without levels, it's got levels. Okay, levels so it's confirmed. more like it's more like the Rayman ones. Yeah, exactly. Actually, it's really good. Those conversion. are I don't remember how much those are, but you know, they're I, not cool. ten dollars. Yeah, they're like five, I think. I think this will work for ninety five percent of people, but it won't work for me. Like if they just manage to make Mario work on phones, it's gonna be really boring for me. Like I'm just I'm like I'll buy it and I'll play it. Because it's an histori- it's it's an historic thing, like it, the curiosity is too strong. But if they just manage to make Mario work on phones, I'm yeah. like I imagine I will spend one day with it and be done. Yeah, I'll I'll play that for a Brandon Ghost stream. That's about it. Uh, Can they it? surprise you with Mario Run though? Uh, no, I I just think they should throw the kitchen sink at this. I they think could it's like have... it's it's in an engine. I don't know if it's necessarily in the engine that they've already done, but they have the models that match their style. Use all of it, you know, like why. If that was in, you know, I gotta get my titles right because they keep renaming the same game. Mario 3D Land? Or no, that was... Mario 3D Land's on 3DS. New Super Mario Brothers. It's like the yeah. style of, of this. Right? Yes. Like, Jones, if it, it was is, in New Super Mario Brothers, it better be in Mario Run. It is directly the style of New Super Mario Brothers for Wii U. Right. It almost looks just like a drag and drop level of New uh, or Super Mario Maker if you're using the theme from, for They're Wii U. All sure. those elements, drag and drop all of them. No! Make new elements! 
Yeah, that would be great. I'm make not, new. Don't well, no, no, just no. make it what, look like that. What you described is like the next step up. I don't know. I'm not even expecting they're gonna do He's that. He's saying it has to at least yeah, be. I mean, as I'm saying if I get into world two one and it's another grass world, you failed. But if I get into world two one and it's desert, like here we go. Okay. What if like what new, if new stuff? What if there are many worlds per zone and you get all the zones? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that's gonna happen. The, the interesting good. thing the trailer they put out today was at least you you can like build up your castle. You get pieces and you like put oh little my. things Uh-oh. around your castle. Uh oh, towers. That's to, exciting. To what? To what end? Like, what is the? I'm not sure, Ben. It was really okay. unclear. I mean, you can. Is it like roguelike? You like up your stats with your castle or something? Mm, maybe. I mean, not your Mario stats. I think you just level up your castle. Mm. Do you know the weird little steps at the end of one one of Super Mario Brothers? Just I do. A weird triangle. Yes. You can just plop that in front of your castle for no reason. This is crushing your soul. It's so I can weird. Feel it. Yeah, it's it's I'm real weird. I'm jazzed about it. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, indifferent. I mean, I'll buy it. Is it going to come out on Android though? That's the thing. In 2017, yes. Ugh. For the rest of this year, it is an Apple exclusive. Irritating. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's what that game is. It's gonna December 15th. We're all buying it because it is an event. Probably Ben. Probably I'll be coaxed into it. I just wonder if it'll work. I don't think it's going to be a phenomenon. I don't think it's going to be Pokemon Go. I don't think they're going to talk about it on The View. But do you think it could be one of those things where it's sort of a silent blockbuster? A silent blockbuster? Yeah. Like like PewDiePie's game? Like, you know, it, it it's not like Pokemon Go. Because when Pokemon Go came out, you saw a shift everywhere. Yeah. Every single thing in the world that existed on the internet was talking about Pokemon Go. In The View. They talked about it in The View. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was a thing. Yeah. And so, you know, here... It'll be a, a a top story the day it comes out on on gaming sites as you would expect it. Maybe like yeah. USA Today and all that. The the, the places that you would expect, mm-hmm. but it doesn't keep going. It's not sort of that pop culture moment, but everybody knows it. Everybody buys into it. That it still ends up doing just ginormous numbers. Like, do you think it could be that? Yeah, uh, I guess. I, so I wish that if it's a ten dollar game, it was something brand new. It's something they put everything into. It just bugged me so much. It didn't bug me so much when I saw it the first time. I was like, oh, they just did Wii U assets. It's going to be a cheap game. Is the whole game the like screen death levels? Infinite scrolling? Yeah, but it's like Rayman where there's like different directions. But like, yeah. I mean, I think it'll do better than the Rayman games. Yeah. But, and, and like the Lara, Lara Croft Go, Hitman Go, Deus Ex It'll Go. absolutely do better than all those it'll games. It'll do better than those, but yeah. it'll be talked about just as much as they are. Sure. Which is not really at all. Mm. I wouldn't say not really at all. I him, mean, and, him and Go especially, I think, was a... It'll be, it'll be talked about point. as much, probably a little more than those, but it's not going to yet, like you said. It's not going to... I'm echoing what Ben said. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's that, that was one of my like juicy stories. It's not too much to mine in there. It's just, yeah, we don't, we don't know until it comes out, but I'm not excited for it. The only thing I can think of is if there's crazy videos out there, which are not the easiest thing to record on your phone, uh, of just people that are really good at it. You know, people that are just like breaking crazy records and then putting their videos up. I don't see it happening, Joe. I don't see it. I'm just saying, all it that's, is yeah, is jumping, that's the only man. thing I can think of that could light a fire. You can't even duck. It's just jumping. Yeah. Oh, do can you even hit guys? You can hit guys okay. when you jump. Yeah. 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 He also like vaults over them in interesting ways. Actually, that's something new. Mario could never do that before, so it does have some new. innovation. They've done it. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you hear that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it sounds oh. like it's podcast time. 
The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of November. Michael Kozachenko. Mm, cozy. Who you can find at Misha Koz. Not cause. Koz. Get it right, Ian. You've been saying it wrong the whole time. Why do you pronounce that guy's name wrong? Mango. iKeyless. Need a new car key or remote? iKeyless.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type in offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 15% off of your order. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Sweet Justice, a sound design company based in England that's worked on Battlefield, Mirror's Edge, and Call of Duty, specifically Battlefield 1. You can see their work and hear their work at www.sweetjustice.audio. YoYoTricks.com, a tutorial website for teaching people how to yo-yo. To buy yo-yos and learn how to get started, visit YoYoTricks.com or their YouTube channel. Go to YoYoTricks.com slash EasyAllies to get 25% off of their top recommended yo-yo for anyone who's ready to start learning yo-yo tricks. All these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Did it. John's good read. Live read, baby. Yeah. Hubert was talking about the sound in Battlefield 1, actually. Didn't mess that up. Did you it love? sound... It was like some you good sweet it, yeah. justice Did you say it was stuff? sweet? Yeah, he said it was sweet. Sweet, sweet justice, baby. Sweet. It does the era justice. In Sweetly. The, the reason I said your name is I... Uh, cause or some say cause him. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I thought you said right then, and then yeah. I was like, did you just say cause? Yeah. And then I didn't want to interrupt Jones. It is now time. Eyes. For love and respect. Love and respect. Uh, you know what's funny is we all are bobbing our heads to different beats with that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's jazz, baby. That's jazz. Uh, so uh, this one, uh, this is cool. This is like, hey, this is a, it's a question of the times. So it's, it's a bit of a beefy one, but I'll get through this. <clears throat> hey, allies, this past week, I bought into the hype of the NES class, and, and it has like three phases too. Anyway, uh, classic, and the morning of December. And the morning of decided to wander. Oh. What is this? this what has happened? Uh, maybe. And this morning decided to wander around my city before work to try and nab one. Oh, and the morning of decided ah. to wander around the city to see if I can nab one. Every Best Buy, Target, or other electronics related store I went to had a line of 30 plus people, but when asked, each location only had from 2 to 12 NES classics. Being denied later in the day by the Amazon frenzy, got me so frazzled that I just said, screw it. Frazzled. And purchased a Raspberry Pi 3 instead, knowing how easy it would be to emulate the 30 games on the NES Classic, plus many more. That's just got me thinking, though. While Nintendo is doing an okay job of keeping its archive alive and available to the public through, let's call it, legal means, some other consoles <laughs> are destined to have their library lost forever in the years to come. Should there be a larger effort to preserve the likes of Saturn, Dreamcast, and 3DO games, among many other consoles? Do you think that there would be value in Sega releasing a Saturn Classic console that is preloaded with 30 games, or would that just fail like the original console? What do you think the chances are of our kids experiencing, experiencing some of the games that were produced of those, on those older consoles are games like Burning Rangers and Mr. Bones lost forever? Love and respect, Steve. I love this question. I have an immediate answer, which is yes. 
Bernie yeah. Sanders yes no. yeah, is gone. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, through like legal distribution, like right. Sega putting out Bernie through Rangers. those quotation yes. marks, those yeah. legal means. I don't know yeah. though. They've put out like several Genesis collections. Do you know why? Because people love them. Yeah, because the Genesis <laughs> is awesome, but the, the Genesis was, you know, their biggest success. Their biggest success. You know, and like every, but you put, what's on the cover of all of those Genesis collections? Like Sanic. Sanic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Sanic oh, Mania. man. I think game preservation is so important, and I, I do wish uh, game companies, I yeah, I wish I could play a Sega Saturn Blu-ray disc put in my PS4, Xbox One, whatever it was, and, and play Bring Rangers or Gunstar Heroes, or not Gunstar Heroes, uh, Guardian Heroes. But, hey, what's uh, Mr. Bones? I don't even know what that is. Mr. Bones. Monkey Bone is a movie with... Brendan Fraser? Yeah. Th- there is a very cloudy part of my brain that's slowly manifesting. The font is made of yeah. Mr. Bones. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. written in bones. There's a bunch yes. of femurs. And like, it's not uh, medieval. Yeah. I think he's got a top hat on, I'm not sure. But I gotta be honest, that game is gone. If it's you, gone. Yeah, if you can't find a copy or a console online well, on eBay, yeah, it, no one's going to It's not going to get rebooted. You're not going to find that in Best Buy. They're not going to reboot yeah. it? They're we, not going to release it on the Nintendo eShop? We all know that if Sega put out a, a Saturn collection on a disc, it wouldn't sell. Yeah. yeah. If, they put out a, if they went through the production of putting out a mini Saturn console, it would not... That's not even a question. There's no debate to be had there. Like... It wouldn't sell enough to justify its cost. And that, that sucks. It is. It's so sad. That sucks. Like, I I want a Panasonic C, like mini CDI <laughs> that just has all of those games installed on it. Well, the, the Neo Geo did it. Yeah, you're right. It came with like 300 games Against or all odds, that Neo Geo thing came out. What's it, it's called Neo Geo Black? What's it called? Something. But Gold? that's... I'm going to argue Gold, that that's a totally maybe. different thing. Because... SNK, the, the way that they operate is they, they, they only have to worry about putting out games to a limited audience, whereas, like, Sega has its hands dipped in so many bigger things. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they're still putting out games that they expect to sell millions, in, in a way. Like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think... And they're still selling Genesis things at Rite Aid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's a it's such a fun question because I, I mean we do talk about game preservation all the time, but the idea of the exposure, the like the, the legal exposure to these games, yeah. is not. It's I don't think it's going to happen, which does suck because Burning Rangers is such a cool idea. I do know that one. That's like a sci-fi firefighting game. Cool. I yeah. wonder if eventually, like long enough down the line, if you'll see something like an archive.org, how they put pretty much like every DOS game up there and you can play it in your browser mm-hmm. I mean in the future the internet and computing might be so bananas that you can just like you know play whatever on your computer a Saturn game in a browser yeah, yeah. like sure easy yeah so I wonder if, if archive.org or someone will just do that if Sega's like yeah whatever I don't know I, I think it's tricky It'd I think that work. I think a lot of Saturn games you know how we say they haven't, haven't aged well I think it's just a lot it's gonna be hard to play a lot of those games too yeah like Nights into Dreams Oh boy! Oh yeah! Give me two analog sticks, baby. Uh, so I don't know, Jones. How do you feel about this? Um, it's it's sad, but it's it's not something that yeah makes me like cry on cue because it's a, a a reality that I've grown to accept. Um, that it's just the way it's just the way technology works. It's the, it's the it's it's the as someone who's done a lot of retrospectives, mm-hmm. uh, it's 
really tough once you get past that PlayStation to like find a lot of these stuff because like you have to get that disc, you have to have the console. It's got to work well, you know. Like I remember, I like something came up for some countdown one time, and it was like, "Oh, isn't that 3DO?" And I'm like, "I have a 3DO. I have one." And like brought it in, like plugged it in, and it was broken. It was uh-huh. like, oh god, uh, bummer. Oh what, man. What if and I had kept it in a, in a, like in a closet, right? You know, just making sure it was in good shape, and it just. The power didn't work or something. So. Oh, man. What if you did this, though? Because Sega has done plenty of Genesis collections, and they've done uh, a few Dreamcast collections as well. What if you just did, like, a Sega collection where yeah. you, you went broader? And they, they kind of kind of did this with the Sega Ultimate Genesis collection where you, you say, okay, here's, you know, 100 Genesis games. Here's... 30 Saturn games, here's 30 Dreamcast games. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's there's a, there's enough space on the disc for all of these things. Sonic the Hedgehog the is the way. spoonful of sugar. Right, and, yeah. you know, yeah. you can still have Sonic on the cover, and yeah. there's still enough there to get the people that only care about the Genesis on board. And you're like, you know? what's this, Mr. Bones? Okay. Yeah. The problem, the problem, the other thing that we haven't talked about, though, is Saturn emulation has been historically super tricky. Oh, interesting. And... If you're going to use emulation and you're going to put it out as a collection, if it's not perfect or very, very, very good, then you get a bunch of stories out there saying, hey, this is a bad version. Well, there's games that you love, and then that mm-hmm. puts the whole thing in a bad light. It's like so dead already, yeah. Right. And kind so of th- like that Neo Geo thing. People trash on it all the time. Right. And so I think that's another element that we haven't considered as well is it's not just like... It's not just money, and it's not just consumer. Isn't interest. that crazy? There's still no other way to play Panzer Dragoon Saga. Isn't that insane? That's then crazy on to the me. System itself. Yeah, on the Saturn. Unfortunate. Oh, it about really insane though. That made Ben melt. I I got into a fight with somebody. Not a fight. A, a verbal argument, and uh-huh. they they just said the Saturn doesn't matter. There weren't any good games, and oh. and, and I I could understand that perspective. I get it, but. If you actually go through the effort to to play through the best of the best of the Saturn library, those games are still incredible. Like, I too love the Dreamcast, I too love the Genesis, but I don't think the Saturn is the system that can just be totally glossed over. Like, there are things like Panzer Dragoon Saga, uh, you know, Radiant Silver Gun. Like, there, there's so many... Just Shining Force 3, like, it, it hurts my soul that these really, really, really good games that could find an audience may never get another chance. I was know. Fantasy Star that or Dreamcast? Is it uh, well, Fantasy Star started off on a... Master shoot. System. Master oh, System. Yeah, Fantasy Star yeah. 1 was on Master System. Yeah. Then you have 2, 3, and 4 on Mega Drive Genesis. Um, and then there wasn't... There was, like, a collection or something on Saturn, I think, but there wasn't oh, anything. And then you had PSO. Fantasy Star Online on Dreamcast. Oh, so. Dreamcast. Okay, that was yeah. the one I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, depressing question, depressing answer, but I thought it'd be something worth talking about. I liked it. Uh, we have a game. Aha! Here we go. Uh, the game's called The Price is Right. Obviously, that's taken. I'm going to come up with a new name right now. <laughs> uh, the Price is Acceptable. Who's got the bigger budget is the name of this game. Okay. Who's got the bigger budget? Let's find out. Guess from these pair of games, which of the two was the most expensive to develop? Mm-hmm. The costs include development and marketing costs, huh. but don't include costs of developing post-release content. Uh. That's important for some of these. Costs have been adjusted to reflect 2016 inflation. Wow, thanks for doing wow, the homework geez. on this one. Take that into account for older games. True. Who did uh, this? 
For reference, the numbers have been pulled from the Wikipedia article, Most Expensive Games to Develop, and I didn't cross-references cross-references anything because, after all, this is for fun, and Wikipedia should have it right anyway. Love your work. Keep it up. Love and respect, Oscar. Okay. Awesome. So, just so we know, like it's from that one Wikipedia article. But sure. we gotta we got to trust Wikipedia. And uh, all of these are pretty close. Some of them, uh, I could, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll go with what's listed here. Ooh, that's like a, okay. Yeah, I'm going to switch some of this up, actually. Okay. Kyle Bossman says, great work, Oscar, but not good enough. <laughs> Don't like the title. I'm going to switch this around here. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Okay. All right, great. And a little bit there. Okay. And then let me, because I could make these some, I could make some of these closer. You know, some of them are like, uh, you know, if you know it's a trick, you're like, you're onto it. Okay. Oh, no, we're I good. See. We're good. We're good. Okay, here we go. First one Red Dead Redemption or The Witcher 3? Which one had the bigger budget? Red Dead. It's my vote. Which one cost more, all yep. told? Mm hmm. Yeah, because, like you said, like the trick, it seems like you'd want to say Witcher. This mm-hmm. is Red Dead Redemption, not. The Red Witcher. Dead Redemption. Yeah, I'd say Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption by a considerable margin, 109 to 81 U.S. dollars. Rockstar's got more money to burn. Yeah. yeah they do. <laughs> They're a little more reckless, you mm-hmm. know, as far as like, ah. CD Projekt is like six dudes in a garage, right? Just, just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just uh, kidding. I'm pretty sure that's correct. <laughs> pretty sure. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Right. Not at all. Bloodworth breaks through the wall. We're going to make this sick cyberpunk game, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like... Do like jazz for that game. I don't really I'm not there. even making fun of it. <laughs> oh, oh, there are awesome. yeah, yeah. less people yeah. at CD Projekt than at Easy Allies. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Confirmed. How many are there? Amazing. Like few people. Uh, just like the pride of Poland, I think is so cool. Wouldn't it be cool just to be like the, the whole country is proud of your video game? I think it'd be pretty cool. cool. Would be pretty cool. Uh, Deadpool or Skyrim? Oh. Deadpool, the Activision game. The universally reviled Activision game? Not universally reviled. Wasn't it not I good? Think, no, I think that game's okay. And they actually oh, really? had like a yeah. they had a current console uh, remaster that came out this year. Was there a bad one then that I'm also thinking of? What? No, you're, think, I think you're thinking of the one that is this one. Did oh, High okay. Moon do that game? Yes. Yeah. Jones? Skyrim, Skyrim would get Skyrim. my vote. I'd be surprised. Although that's probably why. Ben? We're Skyrim. We're going to be surprised here, I guess. Skyrim was 90 million US dollars. Deadpool, 102 million US dollars. I was going to say, it's a trick. Why would you spend that much money on that? I don't know. I I feel like I need to prove this to myself. I got to look this up. You know what? It's because it includes marketing, and I do remember billboards for that game. Marketing. But Skyrim was taking over. I remember entire buildings. Yeah, you're right. Skyrim had a really cool. I have to look this up. Like, you want to hand the prove it ticket to uh, Oscar? Yeah. yeah. No, maybe he's right. Yeah. yeah. That's um, crazy. That's a mistake. I shouldn't have said Skyrim though. That was. That's the only. That's the only clear play. We're out of clear uh, plays uh, after this okay. one. Okay. okay. I was gonna say, are they all tricks? Uh, two human, yes. or Tomb Raider from 2013. Ooh. And they are I close. Really, I really they are like close. This. this one's not like one blo- a blowout. Whoa. This is this is good because totally different times here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going too human. I think I am too. Human. I will go to human. Y'all nailed it. Two human, 110 to 102. Woo! Wow. Really close, though. That game. Yeah, the 
the buildup for <laughs> Two Human was insane, and then what that game ended up being. Oh man, I knew immediately that's a bad title. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> Homefront or Pokemon Red and Blue? Whoa, these are interesting things to compare. Yeah, these are. Uh. Was Red and Blue the Red and Blue's on the 3DS? Game Boy. Game Boy. Just, these are the originals. Oh. These are the originals. <laughs> Just Game Boy. Wow. The first games. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to say Homefront. I'm going to say Pokemon. Yeah, with adjusted for inflation, Pokemon. It is Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, Homefront's actually one of the cheaper. 53 million on Homefront. Pokemon a 76. Bit on that, because he specifically mentioned, like, remember to account for inflation. And that yeah, seemed yeah. like he brought it up because of I'm, that. When I, when I said Homefront, I was not. Because I was like, I hope for their sake well, like, they didn't spend much money on Because Homefront. we just did Deadpool. To me, Homefront could have been like, man, I don't know. Is that yeah. like a. You know, Homefront million? seemed like a huge budget. Sorry, did you say just, how much Pokemon was? Pokemon 76. Wow. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I, I feel like there was a lot of marketing for Homefront. Yeah. There were right. a lot of billboards, yeah. Man. So maybe okay. that budget did not go into the game. I don't know what happened <laughs> okay. there. Um, Half-Life 2, the original World of Warcraft. So Ooh. I guess vanilla is what that means. Ooh. No guesses. Half-Life 2. These are the same Vanilla year. World of Warcraft. Yeah. World of Warcraft. These both these massive companies that could just, just have money. Like, I, just, I don't know. But, could, but wait. It's an MMO, so obviously that's just a huge you know, undertaking, but then... The tech, yeah. Vanilla was kind of bare bones. Yeah. I'm going to say Half-Life 2. But like, do all the servers and stuff go into the cost of the game? Or does that not count? This, because uh, it just said, uh, doesn't account for post-release content. Right. So yeah. this is just yeah, yeah. development and marketing costs. I'm going to go Half-Life 2 as well, just because I think it's a trick. I'm going to say World of Warcraft. supposed to think World of Warcraft. It is a trick. They're tied, 50 million each. Hey. Woo, Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Just 50 million? Yeah. Wow. Uh, that's the one that I switched around. Okay. I saw 50 twice, and I'm like, oh, Oscar, you got to put those up against each other. <laughs> <laughs> no one's a winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah you okay. got to do that one. Or that's that's so winner. fun. I'm glad you did that. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. Huh. Shenmue or Watch Dogs? Shenmue. Shenmue, yeah. Shenmue, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's an easy one. Uh, 100 to 68 million U.S. dollars. Cool. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII or... Two human cost two Watch Dogs. <laughs> what if that's how we measure games now? How many watchdogs did this cost? Listen, oh, you need human. to convert this to two human. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, 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 two Half Life twos. You know, I was yeah. like, man, all right. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy seven or Destiny. This is I a tough one. Actually, Destiny. I actually think this is the toughest one yet for me. Yeah, yeah. I would vote seven. That was record breaking. Seven was for the all biggest the biggest staff, the most biggest budget, and the CG cutscenes, astronomical, and it's got however many years with inflation. Seven, I think. And there was a, there well. was also a sh- crap ton of marketing for seven, just but just, also for Destiny. Also for Destiny. I like mean, Destiny, say- they dumped money. Wait, didn't they say it was like five hundred million? Five hundred million was a ten-year budget. Oh, yeah. right. That's right, the right. thing that always right, got misreported. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's true. I'm going to say. Seven, but I wouldn't be surprised if I'm wrong. I also think I would. seven. I think seven. We got a panel of smart people I feel here. Confident. Final Fantasy seven, 
214 yeah. versus 140 for Destiny. Very uh, expensive. At, game. at the time, it was the largest development staff ever for one, one solitary video game. So 214 is the highest number we said for that whole segment. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII and probably made it back. That's the crazy oh, thing. Oh, yeah. That's like uh, the best I, I've ever done in a game. Ever, 11, 11 million. That sounds awesome. I think is what Seven has sold worldwide. I think that is the number. Make that, that money. For, yeah. But think about like how many necklaces they sold, Ben. Oh yeah. Think about how many giant swords they sold. Crazy. You know, I, I just they're piling up for me. You know, I want to do a whole thing. I want to. Oh god, because I think making good games matters. It just think it just like, pays off for life. Sometimes oh, yeah. it, sometimes it doesn't though. Sometimes you make a burning rangers. Mm. And then people are like It's just cuz your company no doesn't know how to sell a console. Yeah. I Ben, I honestly yeah. Saturn was doomed. Saturn was doomed yeah. from day 1. Yeah. yeah. It's a regular Wii U. <laughs> no, Wii U is different because the hardware is stupid. The gamepad is stupid. Yeah. With the Saturn it's just Sega of America being numbskulls. Just oh, what man. did they do that was numbskullery? It's really I mean, fun article to write. Um, and it already exists. We can already do it right now somewhere. Um, they announced it at E3 and just said, "Hey, it's available." I think next month. No, 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 no. Today, today, today. Oh, you can buy it today. It's, it was it right Jones's now. problem with the new the new Mario game, basically. Yeah, and it's just it's it really confusing to people. Like what? Right. The, sorry, the Saturn, and then it was replaced. I think within a year, and with the Dreamcast. Yeah. Wow. And then there's also the whole 2D, 3D thing, and that competition with Sony. There's, it's it's a very fascinating story. <laughs> yeah. Rough. Rough time for the Saturn. Yeah. I love Shadow Drops, though. Shadow Drops. Yeah, you gotta Shadow Drop the right thing, though. Right. Yeah, you can't don't, Shadow Drop a console. People, gotta, shadow people drop have console. to save up and plan for buying a piece of hardware, I think. All right. I want to do two more, actually, because we only did two last week. Those silly normal consumers. We don't know. I, play, I save up. I make choices. We got consoles... You know, dropping like rain. Over Can I tell you something though? Wazoo. I bought my TV like an idiot last year. It's like, oh, this is cheap. I'll buy it. Which t- What did you get? An LG TV. Oh nope. Yeah. You want a Samsung? And it's got stupid Uh-oh. like blurry lines that go across it. Uh-huh. They just you kind of like mistake. float up the screen. <laughs> you made a mistake. So I'm just one of the stupid people. So I'm a stupid person. <laughs> and I'm sure there's a podcast where they talk about TV specs. And they're just like, do you think there's idiots out there? Do you think there's honestly yeah, people yeah, yeah, yeah. who spend that much money on a TV and like don't look it up? And they're like, no, I don't think so. It's like, yeah, I'm here, man. I, I bought can see a- 18 consoles from where I'm it's, sitting. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing when like something is a priority right? line. Yeah, yeah, most <laughs> of them don't work. There are people who you can say HDR to that just look at you like you're an alien, man. Yeah. It's just a different world. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm, I will not have HDR capabilities for at least 12 more months. So one I'm time, cool. one of the best bonding experiences for Omar de Armas, my roommate and mm-hmm. myself, uh, was when I was trying to decide what pen to go all in on. Like, what pen? I wanted to be my pen, right? Yeah, cool. And uh, he informed me that he was a fan of a podcast that I don't recall the name of, but it, that is all about pens. Yes, it's a weekly podcast about pens. Oh, it's got to be so weird and, and cool. Then he, yeah, and then he brought out. Apparently, Omar used to be a huge pen head. Uh, now he's a sneaker head, but uh, yeah. he brought out like a lot of pens and had me try them all. Did you like them? Yeah, I, I wound up with uh, a specific pen that I really love. Are you a pen head? No, I, I found the one and I stuck with it. 
So you're not you didn't embrace the pen head. No, no. Okay. I do like a good pen though. So I got one more tricky question, but then we'll kind of ride out these questions. Which that pop screen is to the fun. test. <laughs> Bake is fun. The pilot is good. Hey allies, just wondered with the year soon commencing and goatee deliberations on the horizon, oh, will any of the great fan games that came out this year be a part of the discussion? For me personally, I've fallen in love with uh, Metroid 2 remake. AM2R, and I would rank it alongside my favorite official Metroid games. How does the group feel about fan games, and would it be possible for one to win the Easy A Goatee Love and Respect Jack? I don't think there's a rule against it, but I'd be very surprised. Why? Um, well, because not enough of us have played them, I think. Like, I didn't know. I thought they canceled. I thought Nintendo put the ban hammer on that one. They did. They did. Yeah, it's, did it come out anyway? I mean, if, yeah. If we're, that, that's what makes it so weird. Yeah, if we're gonna get real talk, it's like we well, real didn't, talk. Let's do it. You didn't build that game. That, they didn't design that, was a that game? game. That already existed off a map that already existed. Right. So yeah. you didn't like design the structure of the environment, mm-hmm. and you didn't design the assets. I'm get from what I hear that you you borrowed those from another game. So you basically like took there's some the, original the best assets, parts of two different yeah. Metroid games, and mm-hmm. and maybe borrowed a little bit here and there. So like that to me is a huge uphill climb. For me to be like that game that borrowed most of itself, itself, yeah. you know, is better than all the other things that I tried this year that were completely fresh new experiences. Like, how could you, how could you ward that game over like a hyperlight drifter? You know, it's like that would be tough. You know, to like or something of that ilk. You know, that like is just so fresh, so new, music style, you know, language, everything, constantly inter, you know, bumping into new experiences throughout this gameplay session. Yeah, but versus like they did it. Uh, console games do the same thing. They'll Sometimes, do Majora's yeah. Mask. You know, right. it's like, and I that, used all those assets. Again, massive uphill climb to be like, that's the best game ever of you know, this entire year. Was that game? Majora's that Mask is I, the best version of that because I played it actually through it for is. the second time. Yeah. yeah um, but I get you, Jones. It's just hard to qualify it. It's like the Academy Awards where it's just like best original composition needs only original music. If you have any little, little like, boop, boop, yeah. boop, 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 boop. it's like, nope, sorry, that's from another track. You cannot win this Academy Award. Or like, yeah, best soundtrack if it has a previously released song, you're not eligible. Or stuff, I, stuff I, like that, yeah. Another thing about fan games is they're they're almost 100% of the time a work in progress. Um, sure. Like, here's, you know, the first level or the first iteration of this. Here's, like, what I'm planning on implementing. And it usually takes a long time because these people are doing this for free, you know, which is amazing. Um, but it's, it's, you know, for me, it's the same reason why we wouldn't have an early access game. Yeah. The game of the year, we might have a special category for that, but it wouldn't. Yeah, I could see us doing like a video about just like, I don't know what it would be called, honorable mentions or like keep your eyes out for these, you know, whatever. Like mention these games. I could see us doing that, but yeah, I don't. Title of the video, keep your eyes out for these. Keep your eyes out for these. I'll click that. It's been done before. Yeah. Uh, This is just a feel good question. Let's do it. This is from Jesse Vitella. Hello, allies. I just wanted to say the game you played last week was great. Having to guess old game trailers reviews was incredibly fun to hear while my friends and oh, I were on a long road trip. Good. You guessed the scores they, they of pick, old... They picked quotes from like the... Because they would grab like the, la, like the intro from paragraph Metacritic. and slap that in. Yeah. So it was just the quote. And, and then I, you had to guess what I, game that is was. That is a good game. All of them. It was that a great game. So yeah. disappointed. I'm like, please I'm let me get just one because I, I read all of these out loud at some point in my life. Yeah. Please let me get just one. Nope, Didn't failed. get a single one. We Fail were all. stuck in good old New York traffic. I got one after Kyle traffic. kind of hinted at me, but... Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah. After the hint, please. And was showing them your podcast... Oh, it was the friends. We were stuck in good old New York traffic and was showing them for your podcast for the first time. We all had a blast trying to guess the reviews along with the panel, and we were super engaged in it. Anyway, no question here. Just happy you were all 
Happy you were able to bring Jolly Vibes to the group of friends the same way you bring them to me every week. Love and respect. Thank you, Jesse. All nice. right. I like to do some feel-good ones and thought that was a cool mm. story. People in traffic playing that dumb game that we played. Yeah. Super fun. Thank you, Doug, for that game. Okay. Uh, hello from Montreal, Canada. I have a quick, uh, somewhat games-related travel question. I'll be heading to California for the first time in the spring, and while I'm excited, I'm not sure what to do. I admit that seems interesting, but I'm not entirely sure what it is. Sure, I can help with that one. Uh, the <laughs> amount of stuff to do seems overwhelming. What gaming and non-gaming places and things do Kyle and the panel like in general area around LA, and what do you show tourists when they visit you? Love and respect. Tin Canarchy. And also, I got basically the same question from Mark Pym from Spain, currently Ireland. So let's do it. You know, obviously this question isn't related to everyone in the planet, so I wanted to be a little uh, swift with it, but I feel like we can have some interesting answers. Well, when you're coming to downtown Los Angeles, make Mm -hmm. sure you check out 82. It's a retro barcade. Assuming you're old enough to get in, uh, it's got great. And while you're there, make sure you head around the corner to the pie hole. They have a good pie. They serve great pizza pie. pie or pie. No pie. Oh, pie. They got a good apple pie. They got a good rhubarb. They got a lot of good pies over there. Also, uh, if you're in Echo Park, check out Button Mash. It's a similar vibe. Uh, it's got food at the at the location. I believe it's uh, Thai or uh, Vietnamese fusion, perhaps. Asian fusion of and some kind. And video games? And video games, and it's a bar as well. I don't know if you have to be 21 to get in there. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said video games and arcade and games. And arcade games, yeah. Okay. Uh, they, they have a rotating selection. They both have pretty good uh, uh, pinball games. Uh, rotating selection. Uh, 82 used to have discs of Tron. It doesn't anymore, <laughs> which uh, I'm upset about. You've talked about it on the show even, actually. I love discs of Tron. You, I didn't know they took it away. They took it away. They don't it's have like a museum. Anymore. Yeah, they rotate them out. Uh, not a game thing, but I really love the uh, Museum of Jurassic Technology. Yeah. Go, uh, don't look, uh, don't look don't into look it. it don't look into don't it. Look Just, it go. Yeah, yeah. Just go. Just go. You, the more you know, the less you'll have a good time. Enjoy yourself. Uh, anything else? I second that. Um, uh, one of my favorite uh, video games, unfortunately, you have to wait in line for. Uh, it's at this place called California Adventure. Uh, <laughs> that is close <laughs> to another place called Disneyland. Uh-huh. Um, uh, there's really good parking there. Uh, they have the uh, shuttles that'll actually take you to there. this arcade game. Which is very um, rare. What is it? Uh, it is called Toy Story Mania. Uh, it is a 3D ride. It is a video game. It's basically it's 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 one of the, it's one of the only rides like in wait that that's whole, in California Adventure. That is in California Adventure. Then what's the thing I did in Tomorrowland? Buzz Lightyear. That's, that's Buzz the Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear ride. <laughs> Where you have like little targets and you beep, 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 but like so you're saying this thing is way different than the way Buzz Lightyear ride. Way different, really? Yeah, very impressive. Uh, you is have 3D new? glasses on, and you you the ride moves you around to different monitors, and so you're playing against the person next to you, and you have a cannon it's in awesome. front, and you pull a string to shoot the cannon out, uh-huh. and every time you get to a different screen, you're shooting out different things. So like I got pull a string every time I want to fire. Every time you want to fire it, yeah, um, like Woody. So sure. Uh, so yeah, one of them's like they're all the little aliens, and you're throwing discs. So you have have to like 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 get the discs around the little aliens or rocket ships and stuff my favorite one is they're all plates and you have baseballs so you're just like smash smash like breaking all the plates um, and then they add up your score at the end and you can see how you did versus everybody that day how you did with people just in your car um and so i get uh, very competitive when i'm on that ride ben what you got Man, uh, I've had this question thrown at me before, and I always have the same answer, and it's always true. I actually just had people visiting last weekend who uh, had never been to a ramen shop before, and so I took them to Sujita Annex. Go to Annex. I think it's the better of the two Sujita places in L.A., and I personally, it's the best food I've ever had. Everybody I've taken it to, like even people that swear they don't 
like any sort of Asian food at all, uh, have loved it. And uh, yeah, Sujita Annex, it's really good. And while you're at Sujita, uh, if well, A, if you can't have pork-based broth, mm-hmm. uh, consider Tatsu down the street. Some people think it's junk food ramen, but I really love it. Uh, but if you have a little time, go into the Max Karaoke there. Man, got, that's junk food ramen. They got great, <laughs> they got great karaoke at Max Karaoke. You get your own room. Marvel vs. Capcom machine in there. They got a Marvel vs. Capcom Ooh, machine like in there. It's fantastic. Quick. We have the assists. What's up? In Marvel vs. Capcom 1, where you have the assists? It's, it's Marvel vs. Yeah. Capcom. Yeah, it's Marvel vs. Capcom. They call it, they call it Little Japantown. My friends and I used to call it Little Osaka, because it's smaller than Tokyo, but whatever. There is a little Tokyo, um, which is pretty cool, There's too. a little Tokyo, so Little Osaka would have made sense, but they called it Little Japantown. I don't know. What you got, Ben? F- fun little trivia fact about Sujita. You remember the very first Wii commercials where you have the two uh, Japanese men that, that go... Wii and, would like to play. Yes, yeah, and yeah. the, the, oh, the yeah. music that plays, mm-hmm. they actually play that song in Sujita. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jones knows it well. Yep. Uh, two quick Those suggestions from me. Uh, gaming, uh, Game Dude. In oh yeah! Oh North my Hollywood. God! Yes, Kyle. There are, good this, LA has lots of tiny game stores that are all great. They're all yeah. really nice. They're definitely Very always worth checking out. Game Dude is unlike anything I've seen anywhere else in the world. I've never been. It's just I've huge. Only heard you guys? It's cool. Retro you go there. You, they have sheets, and you like look at the sheet, and you're like, oh, I want to check out that game. And they're like, they'll show you the case, and you're like, yeah, I'm taking this, and you leave with five new games. Game Dude is a really cool store. I know. They've, they got they've everything. It doesn't just start with NES. Like they go back further than that too. And nice. they've got yeah. a. Uh, Star uh, Street Fighter Three, Third Strike cabinet, yeah, yeah. Uh, Third, Strike Third Strike cabinet. cabinet. I would never I, dare to put a quarter in I that. I stood next to Patrick Morales oh, on absolutely. one quarter, beat the arcade mode. I just stood there and watched him, and nobody would step up to Patrick. Uh, I think maybe at the end somebody did, and he and fought somebody, owned. and they yeah he destroyed them. But uh, yeah, I watched him beat the versus CPU arcade mode on one quarter. Uh, during E3, he would bring his laptop, and I would watch him own Street Fighter Three on his laptop. It's so fun to watch him play that game. For years, he was just always logged into 4 on Steam because mm-hmm. we were friends on Steam and I was like, are you always yeah. just playing 4? And he goes, no, it's just quicker. Yeah. And he'd have like, to oh, leave it up. Something else I really like about Game Dude is the people that work there like actually really know their stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is nice as well. Uh, and the games are taken care of. They are. They Game Dude Quality. is great. If you come in just like, hey, I want to trade in my little scratched up discs, they're like, no. Yeah. We don't take scratched up discs here because we don't want to sell them to people. Thank you, Game Dude. Game Dude. Uh, Getty Museum, also number two. Nothing to do with video games. Probably the coolest museum in the world. Really like it. Uh, great architecture. The art's not so good. Yeah, I just like to hang out at the Getty yeah. Museum. The, the building is incredible. Yeah. They do uh, scavenger hunts there sometimes that are a lot of fun. Oh, that's pretty cool. Can LACMA I- is a better museum. Can I throw out a gaming suggestion? Yeah. Is that cool? Uh, round one arcade. Um, Where's that? Oh, so, I've been there actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In the city of industry, mm-hmm. it's it's there. It's you know, it's a little bit of a drive. So it's a drive. It is a drive. But it's worth it because I don't know if you're from a place that doesn't really have an arcade anymore. Like it's big, it's huge. They always have this giant section where they're like brand new, uh, you know, from Japan, like really well taken care of. Um, there are there are people like always playing fighting games that are really, really good. Um, but they also have, you know, lighter stuff as well. So maybe you can bring friends that aren't as into video games and they can, they can do it as well. Like can four-player I, Pac-Man or whatever. Addendum. Mm. Yeah. When I was there, uh, the several of the machines were broken. Oh, no. So that was kind I of a I think you went to a different... Don't go to round I went one. to the one in the Twin Pines Mall. The one that they shot Back to the Future in. 
which Man. I think is the City of Industry one. When Street Fighter Four was new and not on consoles yet, but they had cabinets that were imported from Japan, we would go to the most obscure arcades in oh, LA. That was so dude, fun. We, the reason I, I went to this one was they had a beta for the new DDR cabinet. Oh, and Chris, were you were with Chris. Chris wanted to go DDR freak, and there were people that had driven down from Canada. They drove for 27 hours to play, they're imported. This, to play this DDR. Yeah. Yeah. How good were the Canadians? This is what video they games were good. Need. They were sweaty as hell. It mm-hmm. was incredible. They'd been playing it all day. I want to drive to go to the arcade to play the new Street Fighter game. I want that excitement. Give man. me a reason. Give me a reason. Yeah, I right? did that for Tekken 7, yeah. and it was sick. It was yeah. awesome. Just check out those Oh, yeah, new, at Six uh, Flags? Was it that thing? No, in round one, they got they got oh, some cool. Tekken 7 cabinets nice. in, and I went and... Check out those new Metal Gear Pachinko cabinets. Yeah. Please oh. be excited. Blah. <laughs> Let's do some bets. Next week's bets, Pokemon Sun and Moon come out on Friday. Very excited. Jones, are you excited about that? Moderately. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you to prove that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jones, prove that you're excited. Prove that I'm excited? Show me. I'm just... I'm just... Just a little, there's a couple reasons that I'm just okay. You're showing me merchandise. I'm just a little bit excited for this game. Um, there's just a couple of things. Do you think he's sufficiently curious, proven it yet, Ben? Curious to see. Um, those, are, those are sent to him by fans. Yeah, which of these did you buy on your own? Yeah, I, uh, these are on my desk. I look at these every day. I didn't yeah. just go pull open a drawer and pull these out. I stare at all of these items every single day. Okay, so that's this a fair point. Is at eye level of my face when I cut every single easy out. So what is this for listeners? Counterpoint. Mine this is, is my also... yarn uh, squishy ball. This is a Pokeball made out of yarn. But what makes you excited specifically for Sun and Moon? It you is the, my second yet. Pokemon game that I've ever played in my entire okay. life. It is the largest gap I've ever taken mm-hmm. in a video game franchise between two games. It's like a 20 year gap, man. It's crazy. the first and the last Pokemon game that have been That's released. Cool. Yeah. I have um, my Pokeball Jones, I, at eye level, but it just reminds me. I knew you were excited. I just hadn't used it for Okay. Yeah. That was good use. Yeah. For listeners, now Jones has his Pokemon merchandise all up in his lap. He's got a couple of Charizards. I got a Jigglypuff today. A little Jigglypuff amiibo. I'm so Cute little uh, ditto, half transformed into a Charmander. <laughs> yep. Good stuff. Uh, so that game comes out on Friday, or both of those games come out on Friday, and that's really particular to this bet. Which of the two versions will have more user reviews on Amazon, and by how many? And the Easy Allies podcast rules state that to win the bet, you must get the game right. If you get the wrong game by this, like a closer number, that does not count. Sure. You must get the game right to win the bets. Jones. Sun. Seven spaces. Or reviews. Yep. The number is seven. Ian. I said sun and I said 234 reviews. Wow. Which Ooh. is a lot. That's a lot of reviews. That's Ian. way too many. <laughs> <laughs> That's way too many. I said sun and I said 63. 63 is good. Okay, I don't so know anymore. I want it to be moon. But I said moon by yeah. five. I want it to be moon. <laughs> we did it, Kyle. We got sun and moon. You're right. At least we didn't dupe our bets. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know, man. So right now, sun is winning, but I feel like moon's going to win overall. Why do I feel that way? So if moon wins, you win. Doesn't matter. Because moons are cooler. Yeah. Because yeah. moons are cooler. Because soul silver <laughs> beat heart gold. Colder. No, that's a diff- that's a different thing. That's a different thing? Yeah, it's a different thing. Why is that different? Soul Silver is the moon, for sure. Yeah, but people people had played Silver and Gold before. They uh-huh. knew which Pokemon they like better. This is a totally new... Is, is there a precedent with uh, the order of names? Red and blue? Hold on, let me lock these in better? right now. <sighs> okay, so Red did sell better. Sun and Moon 
Sun probably gets one. Uh, silver and gold. Didn't, silver didn't, probably sold didn't better, Ruby right? and Sapphire, like, didn't Ruby, like, isn't Ruby it? Ruby sold better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Diamond and Pearl, Diamond sold better. How, who's black and Pearl? white, black sold better, right? Yeah. So it's always I, the first I, Yeah, game. I think Uh-oh. that's what I'm betting on. That's good. Interesting. That's good stuff. Good theory. But also, hey, maybe people who get Moon... Well, for reviews, who knows? Yeah, it's they like, might yeah. be more inclined to review. Yeah. You know, We're not saying who sells better. We're doing who yeah, does yeah. gets more reviews. Hundreds of people yeah. are going to review these games. <laughs> I think the Moon types are more likely to write reviews. I think you're just moon being stubborn. Those Moon yeah. types. Those Moon types. Uh, I mean, that that fire space lion is way cooler than the meek little bat that looks like a moon. Spoiler, I, obviously. I agree. It's on the cover of the box. It's the box art. Yeah, right. I'm Your media black eye has failed you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, the people looking at the box, I think you're just going to look like, yeah, oh, you shouldn't know what the boxes line. look like. I'm a media blackout. Media we're, blackout. We're human. Box art's allowed on media blackout. <laughs> Gosh, imagine though. If Coward. I'm, just, I'm not even looking at the box. You didn't even know. Like, Coward. you get that back. Oh, yeah. when I was <laughs> on Amazon, I'm like having my eyes closed. You have someone else buy it for you. Actually, I actually could have done that, I guess. And then, like, say what my credit card is. You don't yeah. know what they're called. Last week's bet was about Dishonored 2, which released on Friday of last week. Friday. Okay, so on Friday. Um, <laughs> currently, or it was number 17 on Amazon's video games bestsellers list at that point last week. Where will it be right now? This point. Jones, before you do it, I want to let you know the stakes here. Jones, you bet 11. Damiani bet 13. Bloodworth bet 68. And I bet 75. Jones, wow. where is that? That spread. Where's Dishonored 2 on the best sellers list? It's moved since we began recording this podcast. Whoa. Whoa. It is now at 32. 32 is a win for Damiani. Only 29 off? 19 off. Good win, Damiani. So, uh... Gosh, that's good. Wait, where did it move from? Uh, it was in the 20s. So it dropped? Since we've been talking. In the last hour, it dropped. <laughs> We're hurting the sales of Dishonored 2. It dropped, like, several. Yeah. <laughs> it's sinking. <laughs> more, other games are becoming more popular as we speak than Dishonored 2. That's so weird, Jones. Uh, that brings the Green Lizards to 17. Red Eagles, 19. Ka-ka! Oh I played Eagle Flight. I mean, oh God, I'm so into Eagle Flight. Okay, uh, uh, who's in the Damiani seat? That would be Ian. Hi. Ian, you've won the right... To, you know what? Actually, sorry, I'll, i got to save that thing. we got to talk about Patreon first. I always F this up. Let's talk about patreon.com slash easy allies. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a really cool place. I've nice. heard of that. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice place. <laughs> uh, basically, we easy allies, the people who make this podcast, are supported primarily... Almost 100%. No, actually, you know, we get Twitch and stuff. We're supported primarily through Patreon. Uh, It's worth checking out to see uh, how we can help you help us because we give back on certain tiers. If you are in the $5 tier, uh, you can get involved with this podcast. You get it early. You get it on Wednesdays as opposed to Fridays. And you can submit your uh, questions, comments, games, and topics for uh, love and respect at that tier. And there are other things. There are other ways if to go. If you're $10 above Patreon, you yep. get to uh, uh, submit questions to our community comments video, which just went up, which are the best. I really like those. They're um, good. Yeah. 
That's be, when you be, can write a paragraph and Jones will say whatever you write I was, down. I, I was almost positive that show was going to go completely off the rails after like two months. People would be like, whoa, I can literally write whatever. Okay. Like people are. Don't give me any ideas though. Intelligent well, though. We probably, yeah. If it's, if it's something offensive or you right, know, uses right, 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 you know, right. poor language or whatever, like we're yeah. not going to. Sorry, pal. I'm not going to throw that up. But uh, mm-hmm. they, they seem to know. Like people seem to kind of get in the vibe of like, okay, I know what comments you're going to pick. I know what works for this show. Yeah. And uh, people have been like, you know, pursuant to what I mentioned last month to continue. It's, it's like nice to get. Query. And, narrative coming back to us instead of constantly talking at our audience if i wrote something that was in like a cipher uh-huh would you read it aloud it depends one of the one of the one of the ones that was funny which depends on what it is i mean if it's right no yeah. i think it's i think if it makes if no I sense i can't physically read it if there's no vowels then they all yeah, have a hard time yeah, yeah. I, I don't know i think it should be something that has a value like to the rest of the audience cesarean like shift cipher or something oh. no Good old cesarean No one shift. else wants it. Just well, asking. Well, okay. next time um, I'm sorting through comments, I know right? which one is Ian. Uh, I think we should also probably address next week's podcast. Uh, I was absolutely intending to do that. Okay, good. Do you want to do that now? Are we done with Patreon talk? Uh, hey, well, I will say this, and we were huh. talking about this a lot. Uh, if you are uh, a, if you are a, a, if you listen to this podcast every week, you're a big Easy Alice fan, but you're like, guys, you're great. You're not great enough for me to give you money. Not gonna happen. Like, mm-hmm. totally understand. Uh, I would recommend that you at least check out Patreon.com/EasyAlice because when things go up, a lot of times we will post. Uh, and talk about them. So a lot of times, like, if a review goes up, Ben or Huber or myself or Damiani or Bloodworth will post that review up on Patreon and write a little blurb. You know, a little, sure. little, little something kind of summing up the experience. That's like, a good point, actually. Yeah. Uh, and, and we might actually link out to other things. So, like, for example, I put up my review of Dragon Quest Builders, wrote a little blurb about the review process, what I thought about the game, how it was to edit the review. And I also mentioned, if you want to see me stream uh, cutting the audio for this, you can follow this link. So sometimes, like, you might find other things we've produced around that review or it might point you in other directions to find another cool, easy. How did content, that go, so. by the way? Streaming uh, your editing. It was great, except you couldn't see the video within Premiere because there a video card on playback. It was just a, a gray screen, yeah, oh. and the two windows. And Weird. so I just ended up doing the audio. I cut but the, even just the, the audio the had such a positive response. People were so yeah, watching everyone, you edit the audio, Jones. Everybody really liked that. I want to so. try yeah. to stream it sometime. Yeah, so I'll let you know if I Cutting fix it and what, what happened. Yeah, what did you? I guess you'd have to do like a screen cap instead. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I did a window cap where it's just like, oh yeah, grab that window and it just grab the software, and I don't think it. Read it correctly. I'm gonna to try to do a straight like monitor cap, just yeah. like yeah. anything that's on that monitor. Do that and hope that the computer. You'd have to, to maybe it. switch it from software render to hardware render or something. Yeah. Next week's podcast. I'm going on vacation. I won't be here next Tuesday. Yep. Thanksgiving. But we're still putting up a podcast, baby. We're doing a love and respect only podcast. Look out for that Wednesday if you're in that five dollar tier. Friday if not. And uh, yeah. Love and respect only. We will be answering just a bunch of love and respects. It won't be as long as this podcast has been. Oh, this is a beefy one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this is this like yeah. an hour and 40? What are we at? Yeah, because you know what? I, I looked at those news stories. I'm like, oh, there's not a lot here to talk about. You pile them on, boss, man. You're going to be talking about them for another half hour. Yep. Yeah. Oh, gentlemen, thank quality you for your patience. Quality over quality. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this was a fun podcast. So this was a quality podcast, I felt like. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully. So look out that for that next week, the Love and Respect Only podcast. And then, of course, we'll be back talking about news. Going to have a juicy one, the pre-Game Awards, pre-PSX episode at the end of this month. Dang, cool. that's going to be irrelevant, though. Most of our people, most of the people who listen to this podcast do it over the weekend. And, oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate that so much. So uh, let me just warn you, that won't be like, hey, what do you think we'll see at PSX? It'll be talking about the news of that week because uh, it has no value. I I do like listening. Again, I'm going way off the wall here. I like listening to 
my fantasy football podcasts, sometimes old ones, even before the games. So I can just like smugly listen to somebody be very wrong and very confident about it. <laughs> just like, there's no way the Giants are going to win this one. There's absolutely, this guy will catch no balls. And I'm just like, ha ha, everybody's jobs are hard. So uh, <laughs> Ben, or sorry, Ian, you get the microphone. Oh. You get the right responsibility to share your Twitter handle, uh, promote any Easy Eyes video you would like to promote. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with or want to reiterate throughout the duration of this podcast, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. The microphone is yours. Okay. Uh, my Twitter is at Ian Hink, H-A-N-C-K. Uh, the video I'd like to promote, it has to be Easy Allies? No, I guess not. Well, if it's an Easy Allies one, Fiasco Nuts is our new show. But I that? do Fiasco Nuts is our new show where we play Fiasco. What is that? Which is a tabletop improv game. It's fantastic. Is it good? It's amazing. I love it. It's very good. Uh, the Do thing I have I, to know what Fiasco is before I watch it? <laughs> you don't have to, but if you don't, next or this Friday, uh, which may be the day that you're listening to this, watching this, uh, a video is going up called How to Throw a Fiasco, which is a 20-minute video kind of semi-formally sort of like off-the-cuff explaining basics on how to play. Um, it might make you more confused. I don't know, <laughs> but it went all right. That's coming up on Friday on the Fiasco Nuts playlist on our YouTube. Does, um, is there a running continuity? No. Each episode is completely 100% standalone, so if you haven't watched any other ones, you can jump in anytime and watch any episode. Is it funny? It's generally pretty funny. Are there special and guests? Pretty exciting. There are often special guests. Uh, this week, or this month, there are once a month. They come out the last Friday of every month at 10 a.m. Um, Do I have to pay extra for this? No, it's a free show. It's completely just because I wanted to do it. But you have the mic, Ian. I've always wanted to do it. <laughs> also, I'm supporting it. No, yeah, it's great. Thanks. Yeah. The, the thing I actually wanted to pitch, yeah. uh, in addition to that, which is bending the rules a little bit, but you, this is your fault. But uh, San Junipero episode of Black Mirror season three on Netflix. I love that episode. It. <laughs> So Black Mirror is kind of like Fiasco Nuts. It's a, a every episode is a standalone, um, and usually they're very bleak, very depressing. Uh, and I don't want to say too much, but San Junipero is everything to me. It's the second piece of visual media in my entire life that made me cry. Now I'm hyped. Yeah. Wow. Ian. Second ever. At first, I was so mad. Like, sometimes they'll just say, yeah, I'm working on the side project. Or sometimes Jones will promote something that Don did, and I'm still a little mad. Uh, <laughs> just to promote a TV show on Netflix that you have no involvement with, I'm like, oh, Ian, this better be yeah. good. Made and I'm cry? salty at Netflix, but What's I love one? San Junipero. Uh, the other one that made me cry was Guardians of the Galaxy, but it, it punched the dead mom button pretty hard. Sure. Uh, and that was fairly recent at the time, so I didn't see it coming. Yeah. It's amazing. And, uh, yeah. But uh, San Junipero, yeah, it made me cry for reasons that are complex and very, you know, maybe specific to me. But, like, yeah. Cool. Good, good pick. It's great. Um, and then I didn't really disagree with anything. Anything you want to reiterate, then? I just think I'm, I'm really excited for the Switch, and I really hope that it has a lot of really cool launch games or some kind of reason. Because, yeah, I'm ready to buy it. I just want there to be that reason, because if there aren't new games, I won't buy it. Sure. And I think I'm not the only one. Uh, anyways, good night and good game. <laughs>